Alrighty, we are back. Tim and Max, how you going? Fabulous. Producer Jackson, how you going? <laughs> A little head nod. This is the first time that Jackson's sitting in on one of the podcasts. He's uh, our laptop guy. Um, so it could be fun. We might throw some, hey, Jackson, can you please, Producer Jackson, can you please look this up for us today, um, <laughs> which could be a little bit of fun. <laughs> the next thing we got to do is we got to get him a mic. Um, he is a Charlotte Hornets fan. So, oh my. <laughs> to, <laughs> oh my God. to have him come on and talk about his, his Charlotte Hornets would be great. He loves Terry Rozier. He's scared that Terry Rozier is going to get traded in the offseason. So, uh, <laughs> Charlotte Hornets, real trade partner with uh-huh. the, for the Lakers. For the Lakers? Yeah. Didn't that get floated? That got floated around. To get who? Oh, what? Gordon Hayward. Westbrook. Westbrook. Yeah, it was like Terry Rosen, Gordon Hayward or something like that. Mm. Anyways, before we get started, um, <clears throat> this is a little bit of a a tougher thing, but um, yeah, I was talking to Max before the podcast and I was like, I don't really feel like recording a podcast today, um, just due to circumstances. But uh, this morning at about 5 a.m., uh, my granddad did pass away, um, which, you know, it's pretty sad, but it... Uh, it kind of was expected and so it was a little bit of a waiting game but it kind of felt weird to well I thought about whether I want to talk about it or not just briefly on the podcast um but basically where I got to was I did want to talk about it because my granddad had such a big impact on me loving sport and talking about sport and and all that sort of stuff and the reason why I want to bring it up with these three guys um is because they all kind of had a little bit to do with my granddad as well. Um, and so I guess just for starters, <clears throat> I wanted to thank Jackson. So producer Jackson, he was always someone that came over, whenever he'd come over, he'd have like a great, uh, he was great at talking to my granddad. And um, <clears throat> Jackson has this unbelievable patience and my granddad, especially in the later days, not always the easiest person to talk to, but um, Jackson always did a great job of that. And my family, <clears throat> I actually found out something years after the fact that uh how much jackson did with my uh younger brother when he was going through some tougher times and so our family's always appreciated jackson um tim tim is like probably out of the four of us here the most like my granddad uh the engineering type um doesn't think he's ever wrong uh (laughs) both both uh their favorite football players uh were jonathan thurston um i have a lot of great memories of uh, sitting down watching the footy with my granddad and uh, he would, even to the days where he started to, I guess, lose his mind a little bit, he never really forgot about Jonathan Thurston. Um, and so he used to tell me how he was the best the best footy player he's ever seen, um, which is actually kind of funny because whenever we sat down and watched the football, my granddad would always talk about the importance of tackling and the uh, the correct way to tackle and Tackling around the legs. Isaac, you got to tackle around the legs. Whenever he came and watched my rugby games at school, Isaac, you got to tackle around the legs. Um, so it's weird that he liked Thurston so much because Thurston, I don't actually think Thurston made a tackle um, in his career until his I last know, game. I until know you his, watched the last game. With well, I was going to say until his last game when he was like, oh, you know what? I probably don't need my shoulders anymore. So I'll, I'll actually make a tackle this game. But um, It's the biggest shot he put on <laughs> his whole career. Uh, but I know my granddad always appreciated talking to Tim, uh, just being someone an engineering type um, and th- I know he enjoyed those conversations. Uh, and then Max, that's probably the person I have to thank the most over the last few years. Max obviously lived with me and my family 
And uh, he probably looked after our granddad more than, I mean, probably even more than me. So um, just wanted to say from me and my family, we all appreciate you guys. Um, and yeah, and just, I guess with my granddad and his sport and like what he brought to our family, like my mom and dad, they both love, love sport, but my granddad definitely loved it a lot more. And, um, you know, he played rugby, played tennis and played golf, played all these things. And, um, being who he was, he thought he knew everything about every sport. So he'd come to a lot of my basketball games and try to tell me, you know, this is what you need to be doing, Isaac. And it was probably half the time, the exact opposite of what I should be doing, but, um, that's just who he was. And he liked talking sport. And I guess now I sit here and I, I talk about sport behind a microphone and, um, yeah, weekends, watching the footy, watching tennis, things like that. Um, when we were watching together, it was usually us two talking and my dad probably wishing we talked a lot less. So, uh, yeah, I thought it'd be weird to do a sports podcast and not bring up my granddad who was someone that brought sport into my life. And, yeah, so appreciate you guys. And uh, let's get into the actual podcast for today. So I think we're going to do... Obviously, the NBA Finals, mm. um, Golden State beating Boston in six games, which I, I have put up on my social media. I, I did predict that. Um, it was funny because uh, when I was in the hospital, um, you know, I've, I've been there for like the last four days and uh, just had a lot of time and I was sitting there and I was like, I watched obviously the Warriors win in the sixth game and I was like, I wonder what I predicted. I can't remember what I predicted. I feel like it was the sixth game. So I, I went, listened to the old podcast and there it was. Uh, Steph Curry, finals MVP, Warriors to win in six games. Steph's, uh, sorry, Tim's reaction to that was, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so why don't we start with that? Uh, let's start with, well, just how did you guys feel about the finals? It's the worst <laughs> finals matchup that I could possibly imagine. I can't think of a team from the West that I would least or or want less to be in the finals and a team from the East that I would want less to be in the finals. And they were both- lost no matter what. Both got lucky too to get in there. Anyways, anyways, I'm just saying. Um, I also didn't think that Jason Tatum would forget how to play basketball. It's a big big thing I didn't factor into my prediction. you know, he kind of duped me with his uh, purple Kobe armband. I was telling you guys before. He put that on. Was it like game six, Miami? He put it in the closeout game, didn't he? Game six or game seven. He like put it on and then he texted he text him after. Or he texted Kobe he texted before him the before game. the game. Yeah. And then I was like, damn. Like this one's for you or something like that? I was like, damn, I can't. I can't go against him now. And then, uh, I like then how- he didn't play like him at all. In the finals. Uh, I will say this. I mean, I guess he air, he airballed like rookie Kobe yeah. a couple times. There was about four airballs in that last game. I in the last like, two games. I've, there was a lot. The Wiggins defense. 100 turnovers. I didn't imagine he would have 100 turnovers in the playoffs. I didn't think the Celtics would have 100 turnovers in the whole game. Didn't so, think that's, so he had 100 turnovers in the whole series. The yeah, Jason Tatum had 100 in the postseason. They played like 24 games. So that's like four turnovers a game. And then the Celtics had like 97. And that's the most turnovers. Over six games. So that's the most turnovers by a player in a postseason. Yeah, post-season in post-season. Yeah. yeah. He, passed, he passed LeBron. And he 
doesn't pass as much as LeBron. <laughs> well, he did this. <laughs> no, he, no, but not like LeBron. Like LeBron would dominate the ball. And like, yeah. You know, he's going to get way more turnovers. Yeah. Jason Tatum would just dribble it out of bounds, I guess, sometimes. Most of the time. Um, <laughs> so, well, let's cover a few things uh, from the finals. Let's start with the, the actual Boston Celtics. Let's get them out of the way. Um, I'm, were I'm, boss, hey? I'm actually the most mad at Jimmy Butler <laughs> for taking the three and yeah, putting, all of, this, the putting three. all of this shit into action. But uh, whatever. I did my favorite part of the Bill Simmons podcast uh, was him. He was talking about how he was walking home from that game, uh, as in the, the game six against the Warriors, him and his dad, big Boston fans, and his dad asking, would it have been better if Jimmy hit the three? for our Boston Celtics. Um, but we'll get to that. But were Boston the more talented team? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I feel like that's why everyone, that's why I was like, they should win. Like if they played, if they both played at the same level of, or with the same level of smarts, or like basketball IQ, Boston would win. But that's like, that. That sort of IQ and level of smarts comes from going to the finals. Six yeah, yeah, but years. but that's not that that doesn't mean that has nothing to do with talent. Yeah, like they more athletic, bigger, quicker, faster. And be, and before mm. before the finals started, if you go down the list, you go like if you start ranking the players, you probably go Steph's the best player, then it's Tatum, then it's probably like Brown. Yeah. And and all throughout the playoffs they had all the other guys on their team were like playing step well. up. Like yeah. Grant Grant Williams hit seven threes in the game seven against Milwaukee. He was atrocious these finals. And yeah. he did nothing. Peyton Pritchard like popped up against Miami, didn't do anything in this. Oh wait, wait, wait. He had like a good game Pritchard. One. He had a good game one when they came back. And um, Jackson, I'll look that up. Now he hit, Are you sure it was game one? When they made the comeback, he hit like the three. Oh, he did. He hit yeah. that three and he was on the court. Like they Marcus stayed, Smart was off the court yeah, and he was on the court the whole time. Um, but then he just stopped. I feel like everyone in Boston like started getting worse every single game. Like from game one and then everyone. Jason Tatum started bad and then just and somehow got worse. And probably played his worst game ever Jaylen in game Brown seven. Jalen Brown good at the beginning. Jalen Brown looked good. Jalen Brown had a good game six. Well, they <clears throat> like he had like thirty five. Jalen I feel like Jalen Brown had a good series. Jalen Brown was their yeah, best. Yeah, he player. turned the ball yeah. over a lot, but he had a good series. He was definitely their best player. Yeah, it's I think just, Marcus Smart was pretty good as well. They yeah, they were definitely the mo the more talented, more athletic, bigger, stronger, faster team. It did feel like after that, you know, Celtics go up two one, and when they went up two one, that third game. They kind of looked like they bully. They like they looked like the grown team that was bullying the other team, pushing them around, being more physical. And then after that, it felt like Golden State's physicality just went to another level. And then it just kind of from there, which makes no sense. Kind of sucked the life out of them. Golden State aren't more physically imposing than Boston. No, like there's no, no there's no reason why. Steph, Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson, 
Draymond and Clay's defense got better as the series went on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Jordan Poole got better as the series went on. There's there's no reason why all f- there's no reason why that five should be more physical than Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Robert Tatum, Williams, yeah. Robert Williams, Grant Williams, Al Horford. Yeah. Like that's dad dad. Jordan Poole became playable again, I think. And, yeah, he was and when, well, shit house to start, like. and he wasn't great against Dallas. Well, he he did he did get they roasted him in game one. Yeah, yeah, he he was terrible. And the, well, the other thing about, and oh, I guess we're moving into Warriors territory, but Steve Kerr found a way to only play. Like, how many minutes do you think Jordan Poole was playing in those games? I mean, the first know. few, or no, like even the back end games. I feel like it wasn't a lot. No, I think like he only played about eight. 16. I was going to say like 18 to 20. Yeah, 16 to 18 minutes. Maybe Jack, Jackson can look that up. Just the box score for the game six. But but it just like felt so much more impactful. And so you obviously couldn't put him out there for long. But I guess this kind of comes down to um, the, the Celtics. One of the weirdest things about the Celtics, this whole playoff run, was their inability to target mismatches. I know it's something that's, I mean, me and Tim probably call each other after every game. <laughs> and it's something that like- Hasn't been fun. <laughs> he did fun play conversation. 18 minutes, by the way, in game six. There you go, 18 minutes, but like- yeah, He averaged 20 minutes a game. Oh, right. That's actually more than I thought, but, um, but yeah, but just for, I guess, a team that, has a guy like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and then a bigger guard in Marcus Smart and an offensive player in Al Horford who's like a talented center. Yeah. And for you to never really target mismatches, like they will kind of like find something. Um, I know it was in game five, like they kind of put Marcus Smart in the post, post Steph Curry up twice and they got something out of it two times in a row. And then he doesn't go back in the post, and and Jalen Brown and and Jason Tatum are just content with having yeah like Jalen like Jalen Brown uh, sorry Jason Tatum just content having Andrew Wiggins in front of him almost like it's like a this guy keeps on stopping me I need to prove that I can score on like but but like even other times like they would set like two or three picks for Tatum and they get the switch it seemed like they want and then he just settles for like a jump shot and doesn't even try to like yeah there was his, his there were a couple times in game. So game five, I think, when when the game was really close, where Jason Tatum gets Steph switched onto him, and then just just he just settles. Yeah. Like there was a couple times where he wouldn't like shoot or dribble or play around with it. He would just like grab it, it's like pump fake, and then just go straight to the ring. And he got past him like every time. Well, Steph's there's nothing Steph can do because like- Steph's smaller, doesn't want to pick up fouls. But then there'll be times where he just try and dribble Steph on the perimeter and take a step back. Yeah, step back shot. three, yeah. Um, and then there were times where he wouldn't, like he just wouldn't take the first shot that he got. <laughs> and, and then with like pump, step. like jab step, catch it, jab step, wait for something, like almost. He's always been like this Almost step. like Carmelo stuff, like prime Carmelo-ish. Actually, prime Carmelo would, is way better than Jason Tatum. <laughs> I'm sorry, Carmelo. Um, but like when he went, when he got to New York, and he would catch it 
after Jeremy, like Jeremy Lin, the whole insanity thing, and then Melo comes back, catches it, like jab step, jab step, pump fake. You just have like the ball like a behind his head. Yeah, instead of yeah, times. instead of catching it and just oh, I have an open three, I'm gonna take it. Like take ten, you can take ten threes to, in today's NBA. It's fine. Yeah, but you catch it, jab step, pump fake, and then go into the lane and never ever finish, like through contact. Well, he so that's. Have ever the the while I knew this series was over when I saw Jason Tatum in semi transition, kind of he's on the right side, ends up on the left side, and like just chucks the ball over his head. Like it wasn't even like he didn't even try to like finish hard at the rim. He's just like kind of like just willy nilly throwing the ball over his head, and like it was one of the softest finishes I've ever seen in like an NBA game, let alone NBA Finals game. And it's just kind of like this guy doesn't, he just doesn't have it, it was, right now. Like it was odd. He looked mentally broke. He just looked broken. Because I remember thinking watching every, like all three previous playoff series that they were in. Like Milwaukee, especially Milwaukee and Miami, which were competitive. Every time he got the ball on a fast break, like a semi-fast break, he would finish. Like he'd, he'd do his like two long steps like bring the ball over his over head the top, yeah. and then like lay it up in the, on the front of the ring, like yeah. over a smaller defender because he's six eight, and he never, he could never do it against the Warriors. He was sm- smaller defensively than the Bucks and Miami. Miami, like he was finishing over Bam, finishing over Jimmy, but he couldn't finish over Wiggins and Draymond or Belichia. He's a better defender. I mean, Wiggins is tough to finish over, but the others. Yeah, yeah. but Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's a better defender. Yeah. Andrew but, Wiggins is taller than Jimmy. Yeah, he and feels can jump longer. Like, like, he's like definitely Wiggins, longer. Wiggins was like contesting. I'd rather shoot everything. over Jimmy than Wiggins. Yeah, but like, who who would you rather be your defensive like ace, Andrew Wiggins? I mean, Andrew Wiggins or Jimmy Butler? Probably Jimmy. But I don't think that he's that far off. Well, it's just it's just yeah. two different things. And well, every every like you can't play around with the ball with Jimmy. Well, that's the thing, and so like the Heat almost yeah. beat the Celtics, and the Heat are way less talented than the Warriors and the Celtics, and they almost beat. They're better. I think they're better defensively than the Warriors, especially especially against. I think what, they're more defensively talented, especially against what the Celtics did. Like, there's no one on the Warriors that just took. Jalen Brown out of the game like Victor Oladipo did. Yeah, but they did take Jalen. They did take Jason Tatum. They there's like okay, they play they good. They one. play good defense on him, but there's like a certain amount of responsibility that if you're the best player on the team, if you're like a All NBA first team player, you can't get taken out to the point where you shoot 36% in the finals. Like there's no- That's fair enough, but you still have to like give credit where credit's due. Like they still did it. They still, at some point, like they did something that mm. took him out. I, I think a big part of it is, I think Tatum got worn out. Like this this team, this Boston Celtics team, depth wise. I did think he, he got worse every series that went like in- Yeah. In the net series, he was- blocking Kevin Durant on turnarounds. And then in the Bucs series, he was up and down, had that like really good game six, but was just up and down. And then in the Miami series, it was even worse. And then in this series, it was just like air balls. Hmm. 
missed layups. Didn't feel like, like not, he had his legs all of those not, time. Not getting, not getting to the like he's six eight. He's he can't get to the ring and dunk it. I think the fact that you're like missing around the room. Usually, when someone's missing around the rim and shooting short and airballing, yeah, that's a sign of fatigue and and tiredness. And like, I mean, we've all played basketball here. Imagine having to um, chase around Steph and Clay through all these screens for six games after going through three series, like a really physical series against the Heat. Obviously, a physical series against the Bucks as well. Like you've got to deal with Drew Holiday, Giannis, and these guys. And then you get to this Warriors team that maybe isn't as physically imposing on the defensive end, but they're they're very much a unit defensively. They make they make it. They make it tough for you to beat them if you don't play smart. Yeah. Like they shrink the floor. They make you swing the ball multiple times. <clears throat> they don't. Which Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have never loved to do. Yeah. And they, they don't let you just straight up take advantage of their defensive like mismatches. Like they don't just let you switch on Jordan Poole and take him in the post and not send help. Like they don't yeah. kind of make those mistakes. Like they, they might do it for one game and then the next game, like in this series, they hid Jordan Poole pretty well. Like whether they hit him or Boston just didn't go at him. I think a bit of both probably. And like they were able to hide Steph as well. And they were able to kind of make up for them defensively. But and like Le- I was telling you before, like LeBron... It's obviously tweeting a bunch because it's not in the playoffs. Um, Do you enjoy that as a Laker fan? I didn't, I didn't mind. Hang on, I, actually, I have a question. How did you feel about him posting a photo? Of, I know Draymond had his was holding his tequila, but how did you feel about LeBron posting a photo of I hated it. champion Draymond Green? I hated it. When I saw it, I because I just thought it was like an ESPN post or an NBA post, and then I saw it was like posted by King James. I was like, Wait, what? You're posting a photo of a cha- of a champion mm. that's not on your team? That's crazy. Who you've lost to? Like, yeah. Who who who's like you went against? Yeah. Like you actually went. I against. mean, well known that they're good friends. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but he was tweeting tweeting a bunch, and he said, a, like a couple. He had a couple tweets which I thought were pretty interesting um, considering a lot of the teams in the playoffs this year were they're fairly fresh, like John, Memphis, Dallas, Dallas and Luka, yeah. um, the Celtics. Sorry, I just pick up like that and like put it down because it's like, I feel like we can hear it. The Celtics. Um, and I was saying to you guys, it feel like after watching LeBron in the playoffs for like 10 straight years and in the finals for like eight, eight nine straight years. It's refreshing. No, no, no. Like watching how he played and how he would control a game and like always make sure that the best decision happened like on the offensive end. Like if there was a mismatch, he's not just going to, ah, oh, let's try something else, this, mm. this possession. No, he's going to like run that exact same play until the defense figures out a way to stop it. Like I remember again, when he was destroying Toronto, when it was Lebronto, and he ran this play, like a elbow, like handoff 
screen action with him and Kyrie and like J.R. Smith, I think. And he ran it like five times in a row and they got an open three or like a backdoor cut out of it every single time. And he ran like the exact same play, like just multiple possessions in a row. The, the three he hit over like Serge Ibaka, he did that like twice in a row. It was like back to back. He's like playing with spinning it in his hands and he just oh, like yeah. splashes that three. Like, so he would just go at the same mismatch defensively every single time. And watching like the younger teams in the playoffs, I was like, man, they don't, they kind of do it. Like Luca kind of does it, but then even Luca, like, oh, there's, there's Stefan Jordan Poole. I'm going to ISO Kevin Looney. Yeah. But ja would be like, ah, oh, I'm just going to take, well, he actually did just roast everyone. <laughs> Um, and then in this, like in the finals, it's like there were so many times where like they wouldn't make that good decision. Yeah, they just go and, back and it's like what they yeah, know and, with, and what they're and, comfortable and, with. And with like the Warriors, the way they play defense is like junk everything up, switch everything, shrink switch the floor. Everything, yeah. Like everything's just like helter-skelter. And if you're not like careful with the ball, making good decisions, like making sure you're exploiting their weakest links and that starts with like not turning the ball over offensively and not taking like dumb shots, which they did all the time. Like the LeBron tweet that I, the LeBron tweet that I was talking about is he tweeted like bad shots against bad shots first Golden State equals like dead, like you die. Yeah. And, and they rebound well as well. Yeah. And the one play that sums it up was Jalen Brown taking that just, just like a bad pull up jumper. At the end of, I think it was the the third quarter in Game Five. Mm, I remember. I remember the third quarter show, in yeah. Game Five, and then Jordan Poole grabbing it and then banking the half oh, half yeah, court half, in, yeah. and that was like the like the play of the entire series in terms of like that's what the entire series was like Boston Celtics making just bad decisions well yeah while we're talking about bad decisions i what comes to mind is i think i said it to you when we talked was um the shot that marcus smart took like al horford's hit like three threes in a row plus a fourth one. Oh no he'd hit two in a row i'm pretty sure then he hit a third one but it was like after the after the clock and so but like he's hit three threes in a row like feed the hot hand He's also like just playing really well. And then Boston gets a defensive board. They feel like they kind of have the momentum. <laughs> Marcus Smart like dribbles into a three. Like he's the only person that's touched the ball the entire possession. He's just dribbled into it like 19 seconds left on the shot clock. Maybe, maybe even more. And just like pulls up for three. And you just kind of like see all of Boston be like, why? Like we've literally had a guy and they actually did a good job of getting Al Horford open. Like mm. Jalen Brown kind of like commits two defenders, kicks it, swing, get Al Horford open. But um, yeah, Marcus Smart just coming down. It was such a Marcus Smart play where he just comes down. It's just like, oh, Al Horford's hit two or three threes in a row. My turn. And just like Jackson. Yeah. But but it was it was like everyone on their team. Yeah. But there was a couple in game, I think it was game six. Like Al Horford had Steph on him in the post. Like, is like that where Steph in, gets the in the paint? And Al Horford like goes up like he's gonna shoot and, and then, like pass chucks a pass to to the three pointer like someone in the corner. Steph pulled the rug on that, and it was like backpedal. 
dude, you're still you're 6'10. Like you're what are you passing out to the three for when you have Steph on you? Like you're Steph's at the two way plan. You're man. at he was at the Facts. ring. It's like, but they kind of just did that a, like a lot. Uh, it was it was weird. Is that just because it's the finals? You think? Like does he, he does he do that in the regular season? Al Horford. No, I don't. Think, I, I mean? don't. I don't think the moment was too big for Al. I think Al Horford, out of everyone, game one, yeah. he was just. He was just. Well, he's a bit older now. Yeah. And the defensive scheme for most of the series was him just getting flamed by Steph. <laughs> like, oh yeah, come up on this screen, bang, three in your face. Oh, don't step up, bang, three in your face. Oh, we'll just straight up switch you. You just get either a step back three or a layup in your face. Like, yeah, I mean- They, they, they did him no favors. Al Horford's going to have nightmares of <laughs> Steph coming off off ball. I mean, I I had my moment of gloating about Steph, but in the fantasy group chat, I uh, I went back and watched uh, game a lot of game six. And because I noticed it during the game and I kind of wanted to get a little bit of footage for myself. Um, and so I went in and I was looking at how high they were setting on balls and off ball screens for Steph. And just like, I don't, you really need like almost like an Anthony Davis or like a, I mean, a Giannis, obviously a bam, a bam. Cause like you need to have like both your feet outside the three point line. And like, you've, you've got to be like off the three point line. You're gonna be so far out off the three point line as that guy like playing that, well, you can't be drop coverage. So you're kind of like, they're not blitzing the screen, but they're not playing like full drop coverage. You're just kind of like in this island on your own when Steph comes off this screen and you've got to like, and you're this seven footer that has no lateral quickness and you've got to figure out a way to just contain him until the per- like the guy going over the screen, cause you can't go under the screen. Mm. So that guy guarding Steph has to go over the screen and recover and you're Al Horford, who's like, how old's he now? Like 36, 37, 36. So like you're 36 year old Al Horford having to stay in front of this just elite shooter who can also just take you off the dribble. So it just it just felt like they never. But you like, but like have, you have you have to try take away something, right? But you can't you can't give Steph his like open looks at the three well, and, I, and i know I people thought they did a pretty good job of and i know people were like oh but you know when steph's releasing it and you look at the picture it's like oh his hand's like right there or you know they're contesting him from behind or they're contesting him from the side or he's like three feet behind a three-point line what do you want like what do you want them to do but it's like that's like he's the best shooter ever he doesn't like you a late contest doesn't do anything a side contest doesn't do anything. A back contest doesn't do anything. You need to. He's six three. He has kind of you a low. Be like up in his he has ribs. kind of a low release. Like you got to be there before he like brings the ball up to his like kind of pocket. I was um, I was listening and to they, and they weren't there for like four games. Like the first four games. Yeah, Al Horford and really all of them played like drop coverage, and they won two of the four. But they only won two of the four because the other guys they got hot shooting from three. Yeah, which and the other Warriors players weren't very yeah. good. Yeah, like Clay was not great. Yeah, but but I think like they got hot shooting from three. They also played Andre Iguodala for no reason. <laughs> they got hot shooting from three. They actually moved the ball well. Like in 
in that run where they came back in game one, they were like swinging the ball around to like all their open three-point shooters and they were all shooting it with confidence. Um, and they actually went at Jordan Poole and Steph. Like even in the third quarter run they had in game five, they were going at Steph like every single time. And then they just stop sometimes. I'd, it, it was weird. But it just felt like they didn't, like, are you going to double him? Like, are you going to double him one possession, the next possession you're going to drop, the next possession you're going to, like, you can't give, you can't give him everything. You can't let yeah. him, you can't let him see, like, every single defense that you've, like, oh, here's an open three. Oh, here's an ISO with Al Horford. Oh, here's a blitz and someone else gets open. Here's, like, Unless they feel like that's how you do it. Because like that's Steph, I, I would say Steph's biggest weakness in his game is his just willy-nilliness with the ball. And he can kind of just throw it away. So if you keep on giving him the same thing, he's going to get to the point where he's just like kind of going to continue to beat that. So I don't know if you're just like... Keep him guessing. Keep him guessing and give him different looks. Yeah, like, but I, I just felt it was more like... <clears throat> like, okay, you play drop coverage... You don't. You, you just don't, can't you don't ever get that. play. You can't ever play drop coverage on Steph. No, but, but, Steph but walked they, into a few they, too many threes. Yeah, they played drop coverage in the first four games, like a lot of the time. Yeah, and outside of the drop coverage, they also gave him a lot of just broken defensive, like open shots. Like he had that in game one and two, a bunch. Like he had like three, just wide open for any sort of three point shooter shot. Um, but if you play drop coverage, you're stopping like their role action and like they're not playing like you're never having Steph pass to Draymond and then Draymond playing like four and three. How would you guard Steph? But I mean, I would, I would have just like, like do you blitz it and force Draymond to make the final decision or do you? No, I would, I would have just like switch, switch it like they were doing with Al, but then like, late double of Draymond. Yeah, okay. But like, so so when Steph gets, like Al Horford like plays up on him, kind of overplays him. So you're not, kind of what Kevin Love did in like game seven. Like, yeah. you're not getting this three. You can yeah. drive and someone's going to come over and help, but you're not getting this three. Yeah, I think Steph learned from that mistake. Yeah, yeah. Which he's way better finishing now because he's way stronger. But switch it force him to drive, at least take a step back two, which he was making a bunch, but it's better than a three. Yeah. And then help off Draymond like late in the clock. Can we just go back to Steph being stronger <laughs> now? Like he's obviously put on so much muscle. Is this, uh, they always come in with the, do you know Steph does these push-ups with this, with this vest on? <laughs> how many times have you heard them say that? They always talk about how he's one of the strongest players. One of the strongest players. Or the most conditioned player in the NBA. Well, he's he, definitely he, the most conditioned. He definitely player. is the most conditioned player in the NBA. He's like, the amount of running he does is ridiculous. But they always bring up this like, he does these push-ups with this vest on. <laughs> and I feel like it's like the equivalent of like in the NRL, they're like, do you know Damian Cook was a beach runner? Was a beach runner. Yeah. <laughs> it's just beach like, <laughs> this guy ran on sand, Steph does push-ups with a weighted vest on, and that's why he's really, really good at finishing now. <laughs> but... But like we obviously don't know as much as the actual coaches. No, we're coaching don't. Boston, right? But when it's like something everyone talks about, every player, every player is in like social media is like, why would you ever play drop coverage in Steph? Like that's just a, a bad decision. And they will play drop coverage, but still also let other people 
like Andrew Wiggins score. And, and they'll play drop coverage and still let Andrew Wiggins like offensive rebound. Like yeah. They're, they're not taking away like one thing, like letting I did, them have both things. I did feel like if I'm the Boston Celtics coach and like, I mean, I'm not going to play Steph the way they played Steph personally, but like that 2-1 lead they had, I think they would have looked at that 2-1 lead and gone, okay, Steph is Steph is scoring and Steph is getting his but like Clay looks bad, Jordan yeah. Poole looks really bad. Andrew Wiggins will cool off. He's Andrew Wiggins. We don't really have to, which he obviously didn't. Like he stayed really good. But maybe in their head, they're like, we have a two-one lead, and everyone else is not like is not a part of this right now. And so as long as like we can kind of contain everyone else, mm. like you're never really gonna like kind of like what LeBron said about Steph, where it's like. Oh, they asked, how do you contain Steph? And he's like, same way you contain me, you can't. <laughs> and then he was like, whether that is what it is for Steph, and it's just like, okay, like we're not, Steph's gonna get his, can we stop everyone else? But then, <clears throat> and then Steph put in that, like the historic game four to tie up the series, which like, you know, Boston probably should win that game. And if they win that, they're up 3 1 and they're probably gonna win the series. But Steph has the 43 point game extends the gets it to two all and then after that it kind of felt like everyone else kind of stuff yeah. like got on the back of that Steph because it's kind of like I know I listened to all of Draymond's podcasts so like Draymond released a podcast every after every game and after that game like he was talking about how historic Steph was but he's like well we have to it's it's up to us now like to to step up for for Steph to make this like you know a series um but but yeah I guess <clears throat> Just the last question I have about Boston before we get onto the champs is uh what what do you what does it take for Boston to make it to the next level? I like I don't think anyone are gonna sit any of us are gonna sit here and go Boston's windows closed, right? Like they're a super young team. Mm. I mean highly talented. I mean Bucks Bucks are like the obviously Bucks having Milton, like the, they probably beat Boston. They but, got they got I don't want to say they got lucky. They didn't get lucky. But like you, but everyone gets injured in sports all the time. And the whole thing is just make sure that you're good enough. If someone gets injured, you can take advantage of it. But that's, it's no, like it's no coincidence that both teams in the finals, the Warriors and the Celtics, their playoff runs were against teams that had injuries to key players. Yeah. Like on both sides, there's like Warriors played Denver with no Murray and Porter. <clears throat> um, Memphis with no Jar. What about Dallas? Dallas didn't have Tim Hardaway. And then the- But Dallas didn't have Tim Hardaway the whole playoffs and they still got through yeah. the Suns. And- yeah, yeah. But yeah. but like on the Celtics side, they played just a, just a Nets team in just disarray. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Celtics- It wasn't the, even a team. It was just the Bucks, some the, guys wearing- Yeah. <laughs> the Bucks with no Middleton and then they played- the heat where Jimmy was injured. Like Jimmy missed a game. Tyler Hero missed multiple games. And Kyle Lowry missed multiple games. And it does feel like if Tyler Hero lost, plays in that series. And they lost yeah. on a Jimmy Butler pull-up transition three. Yeah. But if Jimmy Butler hits that three, they might not even be in the finals at all. Um but I'm like for me, I'm kind of so, like so it doesn't like if both of those, if all three of those teams are healthy. Like let's say 
Kyrie, Katie, and like Ben Simmons play the whole season and they gel, like that's going to be a tough. And they get like Joe Harris back. That's going to be a tough team. Boston did finish first, right? Or was it the Heat? Uh, he finished first, and so Boston was second. Yeah. I think. I mean, they're not. They won't be. I don't think they beat. Um, no, but then the, the Bucks. No, but, Bucks. no, but just like with the Nets thing, like if the Nets have continuity, they're not finishing seventh in the East. No. So like the Boston Celtics put themselves in a position to play a bottom Eastern Conference team, which Nets were. Yeah, but that, but that's what I'm saying. Like you put yourself in a position to capitalize on like yeah. different situations, and so. But they need. I feel like to get back to the finals next year. They need some of the same stuff to happen. I feel like we all thought the Bucks were still going to beat them, even without Middleton, though. Yeah, I mean, I, but I, I, like yeah, I did. We, we did, but yeah. none of us expected Grant Williams to hit seven threes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it takes like Draymond was talking about it in the in his last podcast um, after they won the championship, and he's like, "Oh, actually, no, sorry, I take it back. I'm doing a little bit of a Draymond Green podcast binge." He was talking to Gary Payton about um as in not junior as in father gary the payton the glove, <laughs> the glove. Um, but he was talking about how he, he was not a problem <laughs> he's like i uh he's like i have a respect for guys that never won a ring but are still winners he, like, he always talks about chris paul he's like chris paul is a winner like everywhere he goes but who says this this is draymond gary saying this no or? draymond Oh, he shits on Charles. <laughs> that's true. He does shit on shit Charles. on shits and Chuck all the time. I feel like that's just like them talking that's shit banter, though. though. Yeah, but he's like yeah, sometimes it feels a little like he's like in the end he's like I feel sorry for some of these guys because it takes a lot of things to win a championship. It takes a good team. It takes good like good players, good team, good organization. Some luck. It takes some luck. It takes the ball to bounce your way. It, it often there is injuries and things like that. And like if Celtics come out and win this. Like, I don't like the idea of, I think because there's so much media around, like, around the NBA these days and it's such a narrative, like, heavy and a heavy narrative thing. There's this idea that, like, put an asterisk next to that championship, put an asterisk next to that championship, put an asterisk next yeah. to this one. Like, if the Boston Celtics beat the Warriors, I'm not sitting there going, you know what, put an asterisk there because Tyler Herod didn't play, because Middleton didn't play, like... In the every end, championship is going to have an asterisk. Yeah, I feel like you can go back as far as you yeah, want. Yeah, but every, You're find every something. like every actually did this. Like in in my head, while I was just sad that either the Warriors are going to win or the Celtics were going to win. Um, you can go like not asterisks, but like just context for like every single championship, and you can go back. Like if you went back for ten years, there's some championships that feel way there's championships that feel more significant championships that feel more significant and heavier and like tougher and like holy shit like that that team won that champ like they really 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 like went through it to win that championship like some and, of that and, and is that, narrative 2016 Cavs well 2016 Cavs is like holy shit like you yeah. beat the greatest yeah, regular yeah. season team ever and they were 3-1 up yeah and the, three the, one, and the only thing someone can say is like, oh, but Draymond, Draymond, yeah. Draymond got suspended. But it's well, like, that's, that's not the that's only not, thing. That's not the only thing. Also, that's not like a that wasn't a um, um, like uncontrollable like event. Like Draymond did that to himself. Yeah. Well, the, he, I've, he said I've that. heard Warriors talk about it. I mean, the Warriors aren't sitting there like like I think they all accept that they blew a three-one lead, and they should have won the championship. But they do also talk about the fact that 
uh, Andrew Bogut was like a large part of what they did. Yeah, and they but, did lose Andrew Bogut when they lost for those last three games. Yeah, as but well. you can't. No, like, they you can't. You can't, they can't have talk, to, you can't talk. You can't bring in your fifth. And it's and it's like fifth best player. And it's like the Boston. Sixth best player. Yeah, but it's also your center though. Like that's like when we go big, that's the guy we run with. And like the Boston oh, Celtics okay. bring up Kendrick Perkins in against. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like you bring up like no, that's I'm, I'm talking. That's, ta- that, that's what I'm saying. There's different levels of yeah of of like significant um context yeah so like if you went back if you if you just go back like real quickly like so this this championship both sides whoever won they both played like injured injured teams did like key key players yeah i think i think the jar toronto is a big one toronto uh, last last year the bucks they played do they beat the nets if james harden and kyrie irving don't get injured probably not but do you think about that with the bucks championship no, but I'm I'm saying like you, there's different like every yeah. championship has different levels of yeah oh shit, absolutely like you really like oh there was like this really really worked in your favor or like oh my you actually just beat everyone full strength you were the underdogs like if you go back the year up the year before that bubble championship like whatever you want to make of that yeah like the year before that Clay Thompson gets an Achilles I mean. An ACL. Toronto is the biggest one. I feel like KD that's gets an Achilles tear in the finals. Like that's yeah. Toronto don't win that. That's one of the only finals where like a major, major, major. And then, but then there's I mean, like, like Kareem back then, when Magic yeah, had to play. But then there's like, there is definitely somewhere there's like oh they just won. Like there's nothing. Like there's actually no additional context you need to add. 2017 Warriors. They just. We're better than everyone. There's even like, well, like but you don't need it. Is it the 2001 anything. Lakers where Bill Simmons just talks about the refereeing against Sacramento? Like, no, that was 2002. 2002. 2001 Lakers was like 15 to one in the playoffs. Like you don't need to oh, add right, anything. Yeah. Like 2016 Cavs, like three, three, one Dallas, three, one down. Da- Dallas 2011. The Dallas, beat, the Dallas 2011 feels like beat, the toughest finals. I think it's the toughest finals win of all time. Yeah, like they. If you really wanted to stretch it, you could be like, "Oh, they beat they beat the Spurs." I think, I think they beat the Spurs just before they beat the Spurs just before Kawhi like kind of became Kawhi. No, but they still beat the Spurs. Oh yeah, and yeah. the Spurs went on to win. But I'm saying that's like one of the championships where you can't really say anything. The Dallas one, 2012 feels Miami, very, same thing. 2012 they, Miami, they like just win. Yeah. They just they just win. Like 2013 Miami, yeah. They Spurs 2014. Well, they just win Spurs 2014. I mean, the, the 2012 and 2013 Miami is kind of like LeBron still went and played with Wade and Bosch. That's like oh, no, the, okay. Well, then that's no, but that's. I'm not, but I'm, when I'm when I'm talking about the context, same for Warriors and with KD. No, exactly. Well, I mean, the, as someone that, that, there's an as someone there, that's, like, no no as someone that's relished in the success of Steph Curry, yeah. those two championships as someone that wanted him to win them is like ugh, like it kind of sucks that this guy's here. No, but I'm not talking about that when I say context to championships i'm just talking about things that are out of the control of players like out of the control of anyone actually playing so injuries like pretty much like in those the only thing with those spurs and like what heat that spurs heat run is the thunder kind of had key injuries to westbrook and kd yeah Ever since like they made the finals in 2012 and then like all through until they almost made it again in 2016, they kind of had like KD and Westbrook were kind of injured each in various seasons. Yeah. But like, you can go, 
that's like 10 years and the only the only two or three championships where you're like oh that's just Cavs 2016 gold like Warriors 2017 and then probably like the Mavs in like 2011 where you're like oh you just like you can't really add anything 2015 Zaza stepping under Kawhi <laughs> Western Conference Finals. That, was 20, that was 2017 the Spurs yeah. were never winning that series but that's fine and then and then the, all the others there's like very varying degrees of like oh like what Draymond said you need a little bit of luck yeah um but like I, the, I do the, think you can make narratives the Warriors had a lot of luck for most of their championships but you know <laughs> I mean, this one to me doesn't. But KD's like a lot of luck for those two. Being able to get KD when is what when what's, you come back from three was fortunate to be able finals and he joins you the next season. They've, yeah, they've had like you. So it was funny because you you were talking about Steph being really emotional mm. and like Clay being really emotional, um, and I didn't watch. The last minute of the game or the championship <laughs> oh, ceremony. Oh, I forgot you didn't. I yeah. turned that shit right <laughs> off straight away. Um, so I didn't watch any of that. Have you seen it since? But when you were saying no, I didn't. I'm not you watching. I'm not any watching of any of that. It's, it's not. It's not good for my emotional state. Um, I shouldn't drink any more gin. But then the when, but <laughs> sorry. But you, but you were talking and you made that comment on the phone call and you're like, oh, it's just. You know, they went through it, the back of the mountaintop. And I was like, kind of jokingly, but also a little bit serious. Like, what what did the Warriors ever actually have to like sludge through? Okay, let me... <laughs> like what, like Steph is, we, we talked about as well. Steph is like top 10 all-time player. Potentially. We're going to get to that. Like he would be, he would be like, if I was picking... Position by position, he'd be my he'd be point a, guard. He'd be a point guard. He'd be yeah. my point guard. All facts. But <laughs> but he's also had kind of like what Andrew Wiggins were like, oh, this this year's the perfect situation for him. Like the Warriors, top to bottom, like as Draymond was saying, you need good yeah. everything. Top to bottom. <laughs> also like he had the perfect team yeah. from, from I, the beginning can of I his career. Note on that? Career, yes. Like he had the perfect team from the beginning of his career yeah. all the way through. They sign KD because, you know, he he injures his ankle, signs a good contract, cap spike, KD kind of a dog, just <laughs> left the thunder. Um, you, you still got to give the Warriors some oh, yeah. props this season. Yeah, yeah. Is but, that what you wanted to say? No, but I, that is... What did you want to say, though? Oh, just like... Because I'm going to come in at the back of all okay, this. Okay, <laughs> the amount of people on social media that are hating on, like, LeBron and obviously building up this win for the Warriors, saying like, oh, Steph didn't have to ring chase, yada, yada. LeBron <laughs> had to go to the teams. Like, like Steph never had to lead the Warriors because his front office is like incredible. Obviously, like he's a massively huge part of their success, but also he never had, like his front office just like took care of that team so well versus like a team like Cleveland. Kate, Kate, so hang on, hang on a big, second. Hang the on. Biggest, the I biggest, think it's a no, bit wait, wait, can I comment. say something real quick? Me and Tim had a conversation, uh, was it last night when we were talking about like, like the guys that stuck. To, that was last night. But the, the the players that you would actually pick to build a to a just have with. on your team if you were Steph so, would definitely so be hang on. With yeah. So no, but like just with this LeBron versus Steph thing, which it's silly. It's like, it's a silly conversation because in the end, everyone's. I mean, everyone's life is different. 
in the end, like everyone gets put somewhere in life that's different to the next person. Oh, it's not like I don't blame Steph at all. It's yeah, just yeah. I blame the people no, no, on no, social no, no, media. But, that but, say but, 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 dumb. but, yeah, the, the narrative around like, oh, they wrote them. He left, he left Cleveland. No, 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 not, not just LeBron stuff, but the whole, oh, they, they wrote him off. They had to go through so much, like, blah, 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 blah. It's like, dude, you went, you went to like three straight final or two straight finals. You signed KD, went to three more finals, and then KD didn't leave you without anything. He actually agreed to let you get assets back, which helped you get back here. That, that like is did, actually like, like you like didn't. A, that's a big thing. Like you the reason they have Andrew Wiggins is because Kevin Durant and felt like he owed something even, to the Warriors. And even the injuries that you got Two were helpful because they kind of happened to all of your key guys in a short amount of time, and it was like okay. Everyone's injured, take the year off, we tank, we get picks, come back, everyone's rested, everyone's healthy again, let's go for it. So like those, play, those, not, those, play not fully healthy. Yeah, yeah. Those the, picks didn't end up helping. Like, like Wiseman didn't play no, and Kaminga didn't yeah, play. But. but like, let's, you know, they didn't, it didn't, it wasn't like LeBron, the Cavs, and then the Cavs going to like shit for like seven years and then LeBron coming back and, yeah, you know, it wasn't that. I'm going to push back on this a but, little bit. But, they on him or what I said, but they they him. they stayed. They made I'm definitely this, more this towards. They you made the that. decisions that were needed to keep them in contention, where they could take advantage. Let's. Of they did. I did. I did want to. I did want to talk about what are what does the Celtics need to do next to be better? But let's sign sign Chris Paul. The the answer <laughs> is a point guard, right? Is that what we're yeah. all? If if they got. Like as as bad as Chris Paul was, if they had Chris, if they had Game Seven, Chris Paul, they might have had a better shot of winning the series. Yeah, who was I? T- oh, <laughs> I was talking to one of the coaches at off the bench. They were saying like, even if you had like a, almost like a Mike Conley, a Mike Conley, a Ricky Rubio, that a those game, are the two players we actually a, a, said. World, but apparently, Ricky game, Rubio is looking at going back to Spain. Olymp- Olympics. Olympics, Ricky Rubio. Well, apparently, Ricky's looking to leave the NBA. But with the two people we said was like, if you could even get like a Mike Conley or a Ricky. That would do like anyway. Let's move on from Boston. Let's do because we've moved on to the Warriors. Anyway. Your team, your team. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Let me address this. Oh, he didn't straight up say he <laughs> no. No. Not let a me address this. Fan. Let me address this. It's tough. It's tough to say it's not your team when five seconds after they win, I get a Facetime call with you in a Warriors jersey. Well, in a Steph it's jersey. Steph jersey, but it's still Warriors jersey. He is a Warriors oh, fan. Oh. I'll say you're a Steph fan oh, I'm first so, and foremost. I'm sorry I didn't a say a Steph fan. jersey. I forgot he doesn't play for the Golden State There's Warriors. There's a number 30 <laughs> on it, bro. Hey, let, okay, let me address this. I started liking Steph in 2013. He very quickly became my favorite player. All right, He's my favorite person I've ever watched play basketball. Sorry, off, Vince. Off the back of that. <laughs> sorry, <that's>, sorry, Hodges. <laughs> play that's basketball, I, that's what I said. No, sorry, Vince. That's what I said. <laughs> hey, Vince is right up there still. Um... But Steph is my favorite person that I've seen play basketball. To be fair with the Vince thing, Vince McCard became my favorite basketball player. You when realize you couldn't jump like him? Th- I mean, that's <laughs> also a part of it. But <laughs> it was when, like, for me to watch Vince, I remember, so we started, like, I started liking the NBA when I was in grade seven. All right, and we started watching and stuff. Back then, my introduction to basketball was, like, Max NCC. here. Max here and Dave Salter, who both played outside of school. No one else played outside of school. And I had YouTube, which would take 20 minutes to load a five-minute video. And I had NBA ballers, 
like on the PlayStation One, and it was just like, oh, this Vince Carter guy's fun to play with. The Foundation, and I th- then I got the Foundation, and like that had Vince Carter one and two. Um, you know what's funny is that Foundation video. I can basically remember the start for every single player. I, still, I remember Vince's is vivid. I still like Canadian. Canada. Canada. Yeah. I still have. Yeah. I still have your Foundation DVD. Yeah. It's actually I, a great. We all have each other. Did you want it back? It's a great uh, DVD. I don't have anything to play it on. Um, so <laughs> anyway, no. anyway, bring it. Look, you know what? this Dreams, felt like Isaac a victory Hoop this Dreams. year. Vic, this Warriors Hoop championship is a big one as well. Hoopins well, is a great. It was a victory, man. No, but, they won the championship. No, listen, no, but that's for me, the biggest victory no, they felt, can have. For me, the reason why it felt like a victory is 2013. I 2013. I really started to like Steph. Became my favorite basketball player that I've ever watched, and I got to watch him become this MVP and this player that could take a team to a championship in during this process, I have come to highly respect what the Warriors have done as an organization. So you're a fan of their organization. <laughs> I am. I am very impressed. It's kind of like perhaps, I mean, a, fan, Bill, perhaps Bill, a fan of the team. Bill Simmons talks about how he's so impressed by the Warriors organization. Yeah, but Bill I, Simmons is a Celtics fan. Celtics fan. I'm a Seattle fan. Oh, yeah. they don't have a team. They don't have a team. But they will if you were a Seattle fan, years. why aren't you an OKC fan? Because no Seattle fan is an OKC fan. If the Broncos left Brisbane, yeah, I would. would yeah, I wouldn't go for the Broncos. Oh, why didn't you go Brisbane. for Ray Allen in 2008 Celtics? Because in 2008, I was, he was 12 years guy. old. <laughs> anyway, you were 13. I would, actually, turning 13. 14. Sorry, I would like. I would like Seattle to have a team. I feel what? a. No, he was 15. No, he was. Anyway, he was 14, turning 15. This doesn't matter. Anyways, you're 14. You turned 30 probably, this year, right? I no, I do not. I had not. I did not watch an NBA game until my first NBA game I ever watched was in two, was when we were in grade eight, and then 2007. I and then I did not. No, no, no. That's uh, yeah, oh yeah, two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't watch another game until we got Foxtel for the two thousand and uh, two thousand eight. Foxhill, that must have been nice. 2008 NBA Finals. We got it for that. Nice. I got to see. I got to see the Celtics beat the Lakers. Some of us had just their, in time. Their dad download games onto a, a anyway. A DVD this doesn't matter. Them. The I there are certain franchises that you come to go. Oh, like you guys did really well. But oh, just you're to, a fan of other franchises. I wasn't. Aware. For example, the Melbourne Storm. You're a fan of the Warriors in the NBA. No, but like the Melbourne Storm, I can look at and go like. You know, with the coach they've got, the way they've yeah. But you wouldn't say you're a team. fan of Melbourne. You're just like I'm a fan just of, no, I'm a fan of their work, really though. I'm a fan of their work. Yeah, but you're just, don't say you're saying your attitude to Melbourne. I just want to no, it's not because I have a team in the. NRL. I just want to quickly point out this. You have a team in the NBA. Thing, whatever you're trying to say right now is so ridiculous that producer Jackson, while stuffing his face with probably his fourth GYG <laughs> of the day <laughs> of the day, um, is is looking. In like staring into space, just confused by the fact that you said you like the Melbourne Storm. I have a question: Are you more of a fan of the Warriors, or is Jackson more of a fan of the Hornets? Jackson's more a fan of the Ho- oh Hornets. Oh my god, he couldn't Facts. name a player other than Lamelo to me the other day, <laughs> or, Terry or, or Scary Terry. He couldn't because he was like, "Oh no, there's." He's <laughs> like, I? "He's like, wait, Tim, Tim." He was Jackson's like, "Oh no, there's one player wait, that they might wait, trade," and he wait, couldn't name. Wait, can it we was. just get, can we just get to the root of the issue? Let's have a little DNM. <laughs> What, why do you have such an issue with you 
admitting. He doesn't that want you're to be labeled a bandwagon fan. Just admit it. No, I'm not a Warriors. This is the thing. You I'm not, are a Warriors. No, anyways, you're Seth I mean, fan first. It doesn't first. matter. It I'll doesn't give matter. You that. You're Seth like, fan first. No, there's nothing wrong with it. You're a fan of no, no. If tomorrow, if tomorrow, Steph Curry goes, I've done enough here. I'm moving to Charlotte. I would join Jackson whoa, whoa, whoa. in being a Charlotte <laughs> fan. What if? What if? You what, hometown, talking man. about the Warriors. What if? Players. What if? More what if? No, because this is the thing. So what happened? No, this. Can what I if actually goes, finish? What if he goes to the Lakers? Finish? That'd be so tough. Would you go for the Lakers? <laughs> yes. You would. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I that would not. No, happen. this is the thing. I do not. I currently do not have an NBA team. If I was, That's if someone such a stop, 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 stop. If if someone was like, you have to now pick a team for the rest of your life, who would you pick? I wouldn't pick the Warriors. Who would you pick? I would pick the Knicks. <laughs> or who or, you were a fan of apparently like a year ago. No, but now I you're still, not a, You said you're not a fan anymore. No, no, no. I like they're like you literally said. I follow not- the Knicks from like a, I still watched a bunch of Knicks games this season. But what it is is I would just like to have a team that I feel an emotional connection to. I would feel an emotional connection to the Seattle team. You feel an emotional connection to the Warriors. No, I feel an emotional connection to Steph. And so and also I haven't gotten to finish what I would like to say. Okay, just let him, let, him finish. Let, him, let him finish. I had some tears for Steph. Let, I, was, oh. I was happy for my guy. <laughs> I was just watching him. Let this, let this dude finish because. No, because. No, so. GP3. Oh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> That's his name. <laughs> I became a Steph fan and I started watching a lot of games. In 2015 and 2016, there wasn't many Warriors because I had League Pass during that time that, and I had Steph on fantasy. There was not many Warriors games that I missed. During that time, I became a very big fan of Draymond Green. So Steph and Draymond Green are two of my favorite basketball players of all time. And they just happened to play in the same team. Wow. And well, because I watched them so much and I like the things that Draymond brings to a basketball game. Not everyone does, I do. You're, from that- you, you like dirty players. <laughs> from that, I don't mind Jackson. You can turn the heater on if you want, I'm wearing a singlet. <laughs> I thought about you when I came. <laughs> Um, it's a lot warmer here than in Canberra. You can just take the hoodie off if you walk in and the heater was on, but okay. When, during the years, for Steph, because I have felt for a very long time that Steph is a certain quality of player, which some people have agreed with, others have not. It's starting to seem like I was maybe the one that was more right about Steph than what others were. During that time, for Steph- I hope you're not directing that at either of us. For Steph, it was directed at Tim. For (laughs) Steph- I just to I just, be the to be recognized as one of the all-time greats, which he certainly is. You you need to have some sort of team success, and so for me, if Steph left the Warriors, I straight away I'm just like, okay, we're moved, we've moved. Where are we at next? You say that. I I would no. not care. So, I would not care about the Warriors mm, if Steph me, can, left. Can, 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 I don't Hypothetical. Know. But I have enjoyed seeing how they have. Have, you, have, have you finished your point? <laughs> no, because I want to push back on this has been like a, an easy thing for the Warriors. Not easy. I'm just saying, the, 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 like what Max was talking about, the social media, like narrative and the media narrative in general, like they have to like, just go through the. There yeah, has can been. I, can I talk? Can, okay, the okay, let's, of let's, the NBA. let's move away from my fandom. Let me just talk about the, like, this Jackson, actual Warriors. Is team. Isaac a Warriors fan? I just want your opinion. I think just by definition, if Steph left and I just wouldn't have 
I wouldn't care about them anymore. Yes, but you until that happens, I don't believe that. You just said Draymond Green was like your second. No, player. I really like Draymond. But if Steph left, I'm gonna be like, oh, I want Steph. It's to very have easy for at. people to say if this happened, I would react. Just real quick, like, real quick. No, because I'm born. He's like, a I've, I've been a Broncos fan. How dare you, Jackson? Just real quick. Sorry, Jackson How just asked if I would have. Jackson just uh, produced Jackson from the kitchen just asked whether I would have gone for the Cowboys if Justin Hodges moved to the Cowboys. Cowboys. And the answer to that's no. <laughs> um, hypothetical. Steph, free agent. Thank God Justin Hodges never played for the Cowboys. Steph's a free agent. <laughs> Signed with the Lakers. Yeah. It's Steph LeBron AD. Western Conference Finals. Steph's winning that finals. Western day. Conference Finals. <laughs> is Lakers versus Warriors? Is easy. Lakers. Lakers versus Warriors. But the Warriors still have everyone they yeah, have. Everyone. This ev exact team. They have, like, they have everyone they have someone now. someone that I like. They have everyone they have now. Jimmy. And what if Jimmy and, and, Jimmy, and Jimmy Butler? Yeah, I go for the Lakers. Oh, you're so oh, full. No, I'm serious. That is, I'm serious. That is disgusting yeah that is disgusting that is, it feels that is dirty offensive. it feels dirty saying you it, but i you just don't have an nba team in fact i, I don't even don't. believe it i don't even believe it's possible there's no way that you would sit in the same couch as me in like game seven of western conference finals and go for the same team no but I'm going no for. but the fun part of that would be you're sitting there going fuck i hope steph doesn't win finals mvp but and lakers i'm sitting and the lakers be, win that would actually be a tough well, you'd want Anthony, a tough series you, you, for me. You would want Anthony Davis to be Steph the and LeBron. You would want Anthony Davis to be team. the Finals MVP. I would, that, would, my, that would just be like an alternate universe. We're gonna get to Steph winning another Finals MVP, but another no. <laughs> so <mean>. hang on. <laughs> um, but just to push back at this point, we've gone in such a big circle. I don't really want to talk about my my Steph Curry and fandom and who I go for. But it's a bit what I want to talk about worrying, for honestly. the Warriors. Like it's easy to go, these things fell into place. But for those guys that have been in, and this is all in hindsight, but for those guys that have been in it, Steph Curry, the first three or four seasons of his career, had massive ankle injuries after already being like too small, too this, too that, has all these ankle injuries. No team actually wants him. And he signs for, uh, was it like 8 million a season? 11. 11, Are sorry. Four years, 11, I think. Are you trying to make me feel sorry for Steph? No, no, no. What I'm saying that is that helped his career. Well, in hindsight, but it didn't at the start. Like that guy was, that's the guy that had to go through the rehab. That's the guy that had to do these things. Clay Thompson, the last, didn't play basketball for 900 something days, has come out and had significant games in the playoffs. Like in the end, like it's easy for us to go that aren't on the court, that aren't putting in the hours, that aren't doing these things. And the Warriors organization what they've done is like, cause we talked about how like LeBron. Yeah. Okay. Like maybe the Cavs didn't put enough around him or whatever that may be, but every single place that LeBron has the gone. The big Z no, was like, stop, stop, stop. No, no, no. I understand that. Like, no, LeBron is fine Roy to Williams, leave. LeBron is, it's, it's fine for him to make decisions. Where he, it's fine for him to leave. That's not what we're saying. But what I'm saying is, like everyone has to make their own decision on their own life and what is best for them, which is totally fine. But everywhere LeBron has gone, there is a level of like pettiness to the people above him in the organization. And he puts a pressure on them and he puts a pressure on, he puts a, 
sometimes a negative pressure on teammates. Like we've openly seen that, things like that. Someone like Steph Curry has created, it seems like, and the Warriors talk about it, like Draymond talks about this on his podcast, has created an environment where like he isn't the guy. Like when Mark Jackson was the coach of the Warriors, like that's when I first started watching the Warriors when Mark Jackson was the coach and Steph is averaging nine and a half assists, 10 assists a game. For him to then have a rookie coach come in and go, you know what? I actually want you to be off the ball and you're not gonna, you're not gonna average 10 assists a game. You're not gonna have the ball in your hands. You're not gonna have a high pick and roll every single time you have the ball. But I think it's gonna make us a better team. I think there's a lot of players in the NBA that say no to that. I think the organization that has been very successful, they've been to six finals in eight years, and yes, they got Kevin Durant and all these things. But that I still think that starts with Steph. And I think it's a unselfishness to so like when Kevin Durant came, like he was the first person. Like you watch those first games, and like Steph isn't even himself because he's just giving this other person the ball, being like, no, like you can have it. Like, yeah, he's a very unselfish player. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I I the thing that I like about this Warriors team is like you look at a Draymond Green and he he puts up 12, 7, and 7. It's like that guy had a big, like that guy impacted the game. Stephen Curry, like he's put his body through, like how many superstars want to run as much as he runs? Like he could, like he's talented enough to go, I want the ball in a in the top of the three-point line. Give me a screen. Let me fucking just go to work. Yeah, he's not James Harden. But he could do that if he wanted yeah, no, to. No, but there's, but he's but like he's smart. Yeah, this is the thing. Yeah, like, they've, they've picked, they've picked, <laughs> This, it's it's just a fun because like it's so when we watch I mean you and I talk about this Max like when we watch the NBA there is this like sense of like it's almost sometimes not basketball like it's just like this high pick and roll yeah one international player. basketball like it's it's more fun like yeah and the Warriors play a very like European style of yeah. basketball which is just They're like fun. it's just been an, an enjoyable experience for me for my favorite player to be on a team where everyone has bought in in this idea of, oh, we play like actual team basketball. And like, I would say for the Warriors, like this championship looks like it meant a lot to those guys. Like obviously like Steph's reaction to it, Clay's reaction to it. People wrote them all. Clay, 900 days without playing basketball. Steph was out for like a whole season there and has had injuries around those seasons as well. Draymond Green looking like, the biggest bum of all time and he got roasted for the way he played and he should have like he was horrendous when Stephen Clay were out like he was fucking horrendous he he was horrendous for more games in the playoffs than he was good i wouldn't say they, he they was didn't horrendous. win because of Draymond Green they don't win the championship if Draymond's not on that team no well they made runs with him on the bench. No, that's fine. They they win. It's not an important part. They don't, no, no, he is, but like I mean, he's he even like if you listen he didn't to have his, like a bounce back playoff performance. Like he didn't he didn't light the world on fire. Like this dude, no, he didn't light the world on fire. He hit seven threes in game in the game seven of twenty sixteen. Like he no, I, well, he's obviously not. He's not. Who he, he was unplayable for a lot. Yeah, he's a lot of the finals. He was unplayable for a game, but he did bounce back from those games and played better after being benched. And fouled out but, for like three But the thing is, is, this is the thing though, this is someone that's won three championships, has been an all-star, been a defensive player of the year, been all these things, and he hops on his podcast afterwards, it's like, how's Draymond Green? And like Bill Simmons kind of covered it, like, 
how many teams can you bench one of your guys that's been that guy? Like, how is Draymond going to respond to this? And he goes on his podcast and the first thing he says is like, did I like that Steve Kerr benched me? Fuck no. Like, I hated that. Did I deserve to be benched? Yes. I yeah, wasn't playing well. They like, also say that many- that's after he won, though. If they don't win that game, it could be like entirely. Different. Oh yeah, that's fair. That's fair enough. But in the end, like he still was like, I didn't play well. I've got to be better the next game. And the coach made a decision, and we won the game. So I can't question the coach. I don't think like Russell Westbrook has that. No, this is reaction. This is, this is just the thing that I like. I'm not trying to argue with. Them. I'm just saying the reason why I've enjoyed this process is like, oh, this is like actually a sporting franchise. It's not like these guys that come in and just like expect the world to be dropped at their feet. Yeah, like they a- picked, they picked like every everything you say, like Steph <clears throat> is like the center of everything that has happened to them. And then they also got Clay. They have the best shooter of all time and the second best shooter of all time. Some and props then, for the little Stevie Kerr as well. And then, right? yeah, oh, and, and Steve Kerr's system. Job. And then they got Draymond, like was like the second round pick. Um, who's like the perfect player for Their both team. Steph and Clay. Yeah. And then they signed Iggy, another perfect player. And then what, what I feel like, were you trying to direct your comment to me about <laughs> not uh, thinking that Steph was a certain type of player, but, and then you mentioned how much it seemed to mean to all the Warriors, this like winning this championship. But I think that's because they, I think they themselves recognize that all the other championships that they won weren't. Well, definitely the second two. Like they weren't, they weren't this. Oh like no, it they, wasn't. Like all the other championships yeah, that they yeah. won weren't this. Like, yeah, you, a championship's a championship, but. You you play you, you play sign, the Cavs without yeah. Kyrie. You didn't just sign Kyrie yeah Durant and Kevin and Love, and then you lose to them, and then you just sign KD, and you win twice. KD goes down, you lose. Obviously, for those guys, like in the moment when they beat, LeBron but this is but this is like this one feels like but this is like. But what you this said would about, be the sweetest one yeah, after twenty. But what you said about um, no, they all like this one more than twenty fifteen. They've said. Oh, sorry, I meant before, sorry. This one, then twenty fifteen, oh, yeah. then but, the KD one. But what you yeah. said about um, not because they're old and bounce back. Not thinking stuff. Steph's a certain type of player. It's everyone felt that way. Like there's a reason why now, after he did this, everyone's like, "Oh, is he a top ten player of all time?" Because you have to, you have to do this to be like a top ten greatest player yeah. of all time. You have to, you have to put a team on your back and be the best guy on the best team in the league um, and play out of your mind in the finals and play out of your mind in the playoffs and like overcome like legitimate like team adversity to to be in that conversation and he he didn't do that that's he didn't he didn't he hadn't had that series or that accomplishment for his entire career up until yeah right now so he did it and then now everyone's like yeah he, we were waiting to see if he could do it and he did it but that's like why i do think that he cops a level of like oh he doesn't show up in the finals that's not true though because 
he was the best player in 2015. Like it should have been his finals MVP. It's silly that it's not. He was hey, man. still good in 2016. And then he was phenomenal him, in him not winning in 2017 and 2018. And he was phenomenal against Toronto, but like obviously just him, the entire him team not was winning dead. in 2015 is a testament to how good LeBron was in 2015. That's why Iggy won it. Yeah, but I just like yeah. he wasn't the best player in that on the court. Like LeBron was the best player on the court. Yeah, well, LeBron was the best player on like the court. Like if any, like I, I, like off memory, I think the narrative was even. Hell, if you're not going to give it a staff, you should give it to LeBron. Well, no, that's and that would have made more sense. Like every, just, every, everyone, no one, no one was that. A lot of people, they're like, oh, well, if you were going to give it to a warrior, you should have given it to Steph. But actually, it kind of should have been LeBron, anyways. Like, if anyone, I think you won, give it to the best player on the winning team. It but have been but LeBron. it would have made more sense to give it to LeBron than Iggy. But it, but but that's what I'm saying. Like all every all the conversation and narrative around Steph was because. Like you gotta, this is what you gotta, this is just the game, right? And this is like being, to be a great player, you have to do this. That's fine. But and like, he, and he didn't, he hadn't done this before. The Warriors yeah. hadn't done like this before. They had, like they, they had KD. It's like, it's, you, well, like what do you, yeah, it's not, it's professional sports. It's, you still have to go out there and compete yourself to play hard, yourself to train yourself to do all of that you still have to get lucky like you know they did they got unlucky in 2019 and everyone got injured and they lost but when they signed him it's like they were just gonna win like that's, yeah that, and, yeah it win end of story but he's and, still and katie was the be, like katie was the best player yeah but steph has still like performed in He's always performed in the postseason. I just think that there is a level of like, yeah, but it's because he came like he. You come up short in certain moments. People remember that. Yeah, like, but like no one really talks about like you got to do something to like rectify. This is this is him doing. This is Steph's. But he ver- never. This is Steph's version of LeBron winning in Cleveland. But LeBron, like Steph, Steph never had. Yeah, no, that's yeah, I understand. That, that's like, a, that's a good comparison. Like LeBron won in Miami twice. Yeah, and, yeah. and like yeah, you like, they had the way. Like you got and, over the Dallas yeah. thing, but you still went to Miami, and then you went to Cleveland and beat the greatest regular season team of all time. Come back and threw one down. But you're, there's you're you're now the second best player of all time. There is like a social media narrative pre this finals where it's like, like Steph hasn't shown up in big games and like yes maybe the team was overpowered they had kevin durant all these things but like he's never had a lebron against dallas series like he i don't even think he's had like a kobe against detroit series like he's always played really well it's just that his 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 that series is 2016. yeah but i mean even in that 2016 like that's his, yeah. That's his. That's his. His his bad. His, that's yeah. his. LeBron Dallas. Yeah. Kobe Detroit. Like KD three one. That's his series. Yeah. Like you're up three one. You're the best player on your team. Like I you just win, think like you yeah. win. You win like yeah. He was. He was the third best player in that series. LeBron was yeah. The best LeBron and Kyrie, and, and that's like. 
That's a legitimate, like, yeah. Thing. I and I mean, he lost to a LeBron James, who some consider maybe the best basketball player of all time. And LeBron did the veteran things against a younger team that I think Steph now does. Yeah, but so, but it's just, it's just a lot of like talk about Warriors fans, media. It's like, oh, we, it's, they, they make it sound like they are Cleveland fans and then they won like their first championship in like a million years when it's like, you guys have been, you guys have been pretty blessed. Like, pretty fortunate for. Like you gotta dra- you gotta draft right, you gotta like you pick gotta the have, right players. Yeah, you gotta have draft. things happen. You gotta have you gotta make sure you gotta get you gotta trade Kwame for Pau Gasol. You <laughs> gotta do like <laughs> gotta trade like Kwame. things happen for people that like every every player that's been successful has had like yeah like and I don't like I like if you were someone that didn't like Kobe he's you he's, can create a narrative Steph, and like all of us here are Kobe fans but like you can create a narrative where it's like Kobe's a top. Like we sit here and we're like Kobe's a top five player of all time, but there are mm. people that can create a narrative that like is Kobe a, a top twelve guy of all time. Like I just feel like you can create as, as much as it. Steph gets like shit on for oh he hasn't showed up in the finals or he's not clutch. He also gets like a a lot of love from like media people. Yeah, that he didn't like. I, every, I everyone just, always talked about Steph like he would get way more love. Like oh why don't like. NBA plays show Steph like the respect that like me. That was the thing. Splashing fucking. That was the thing. That was the thing for like a really long time, right? When uh, when LeBron was like asked about him winning the unanimous MVP. Yeah, he was like, oh, he's best player in the league. I just like Um, because our conversation. But he also gets a lot of love. Yeah. Well, our conversation last night about like players and um. Actually, let's Steph, Steph and the Warriors is like his Steph's career on the Warriors is like Tim Duncan's career in the Spurs. Yeah, that's fair enough. Like, that, that's a good comparison. Like come in, really good situation. Yeah, really good front office. You draft uh, like you draft. You're an all-time you, player, but you're, you, you, I, you, I you would come, say you come in. They have like it's a really bad comparison. They have kind of like an established player, like obviously David Robinson, Hall of Famer. You're not going to say Monte Ellis. <laughs> the Warriors have Monte Ellis. <laughs> stop it. But you have, and then. That's fucking wild. Dude. <laughs> That's stop it. It is wild. You don't think Monte Ellis is as good as the Admiral? Stop it. Stop it. But, <laughs> then, but then they drop, you know. And the, you drop, no, Monte, you drop Monte Ellis being at the Warriors was bad for Steph. Yeah, it was bad. You draft, you draft, yeah, bad comparison. <laughs> That's shit. <laughs> you draft, <laughs> you draft Ginobili, you draft Tony Parker. Yeah. You draft Clay, you draft Draymond. You have like your run. You're you're consistently in like the conversation, but can I like can, you're consistently in the conversation to win? Can I do this for every player real quick? Like let's go. Like Kobe and, comes in, and then on the back end you, you draft like Kawhi and and like you, you get Jordan Poole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The KD thing kind of makes it different, but, but let's <laughs> but like like hey, KD just really screws up a lot. Yeah, it, yeah. it does. This the, and that's what's great about this championship is it like kind of rectifies some of those things, but. Like you can do this with a lot of people. Like, oh, Kobe comes in, young guy, and you get you have Shaq, and like, and then they put all these other pieces around them to have a championship team. Then there's obviously the we talked about how Kobe might be the only superstar that during his like the peak of his power, like at least peak of his like 
athletic, everything, athletic, athletic and yeah. skill. Maybe powers. not quite the mental side of it, but the peak of his like athletic, physical powers doesn't have anyone with him. But then they trade Kwame Brown for Pau Gasol and then you put together this other championship team. And so Kobe like kind of had it at the start and had it at the end. You know, you look at Michael Jordan, no success pre Scotty Pippen. And then you also bring in like Dennis Rodman uh, and all these other guys that make you a, Kukoc. a yeah, Kukoc and all these other guys that make you a great team. Like we always talked about Tim Duncan, LeBron, couldn't do it in Cleveland, has to go to Miami with Dwayne Wade, who might have been like, at that point, like in 2009. He's not winning with Mo Williams and the big Z. Yeah, but in 2000. In 2000 and like Anderson Barry. In 2009. No, but no, no, I'm not knocking him. I'm just saying like certain players like. He had to leave. Yeah, to but, win. but then what I'm saying is, is like. So there's the guys that were brought into situations that were good for them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, like the only person that really stuck around through just like a whole bunch of shit was Dirk. And like they never, he was never really given anything. But like when we start looking at like this top 10 to to 13 list, like they all had good teammates. They all had people that, but um, I guess. But but to to go back to your point about. Hang on, we're just going to take, I've had two gins. We're going to take one pee break. (laughs) <laughs> I also need to pee. Wait, Max, look at the time right now. All right, we're back. The pee break is over. <laughs> um, uh, just to just to wrap just to wrap yeah. up that what we were talking about before. I think, like, not to, like, yeah, Steph. Steph's like the unselfish, like Tim Duncan point guard version, right? Yeah, but I think it helps that the guys that they drafted were like unsung and they, they drafted all, locker room guys and they, and they all got they all got slighted in some way like Draymond went second which is like a I think that's the thing to like about them no no as in like that's that's part of the reason why it works so well yeah because they're not LeBron number one pick chosen one they've only had one player that was like chosen one you're the best KD. You're, you're like the the best player ever since you were like three <laughs> athletic freak. You can do whatever you want on the court. Like they don't, yeah. none of them were that. Like Steph passed up by multiple teams. Draymond passed up by multiple, multiple teams. Play the same thing. And they all came in together, struggled together. And they all recognized, like they had the self-awareness to recognize their limitations. Cause they all have limitations. Steph doing pick and roll like James, uh, like James Harden. He probably gets injured again. He probably get like worn down, taking that much contact. But, yeah, but and, you could and, probably say that about and dominating Draymond Green, like not accepting like his kind of weird role in modern NBA. Yeah, like they kind of needed to do all of that to be successful, and they had the self awareness to do all of that because none of them were like the second coming of like the greatest player of all time type of thing. So they kind of all had a little bit of chip on the shoulder to prove themselves and humility as well because like they weren't those guys like coming coming into the NBA, which P- 
people always talk about when they when they talk about drafting NBA players, it's like you pick the you have a player who had like such a really like a really easy life, and then you had a player who had a tough life. And most of the time, the player who had a tough life is gonna like work harder and have like better attitude and like really want it more. Yeah. And in like a similar way, I think that's just that's one I, that's one of the reasons why I think they're so receptive to doing those things. No, it certainly is. But whereas LeBron is like, why the like why the fuck would I have to like why just get me just get me a good player like I'm not he obviously works really yeah you know hard. he works no, yeah, yeah he works really hard and he's like a freak but he's like like why would you bench me or why would you why would you not let me play this way like me playing this way we win 65 games and then we lose in the playoffs like it's not I'm the greatest player of all time like it's not me yeah it's, it's you but it's still like <laughs> Yeah, which is, like which is, which is the, just why like he he like he's not gonna have that sort of same yeah but like mindset similar with like Russell Westbrook it's like I'm the most a I'm the most thing. no it's yeah de- definitely and a but, conscious choice but it does like look I'm the worst, but, like, I, I'm like, not I, I, the but look at look like, at the players who kind of do have that right like Tim Duncan kind of had it as well yeah and he was also not like the athletic freak just dominate on the court. Like he, he needed Tony Parker, he needed Manu Ginobili, type of thing. Like Shaq, not so much. Like he could just do whatever he wanted. That I that definitely plays into it. No, it certainly does. But like, in the end, it definitely like, plays into it. Like when you, yeah, no, it certainly does play into it. But in the end, a person has to make a decision on what they're going to be like. And like, yeah, Steph's the highest paid player in the NBA contract wise. Like he's had all this success. Like yeah, but he had. But what I was saying is, he had to go through those struggles yeah. to get there, which not every best player in the NBA goes through those. Like oh, you had early season, like early career injuries, and you weren't drafted. Like he had to go through. Them. Yeah, he did have to go through, but he also was the one that got through. Still them. a lottery pick. But no, but he's but he's also the one that got through them. Like yeah. how many how many people are super talented and in the end no i was just saying i think this is like one of the reasons why yeah that's the the difference that it's like the differences between him and like the other players that we were talking about Um, and and they just did a really good job in drafting three guys yeah that had all of that let's come back to steph in a second i i want to ask one question is andrew wiggins a hall of famer now (laughs) should have been a finals mvp (laughs) no but that's a serious question no What's but everyone makes, what everyone makes everyone makes the Hall of Fame. Not him. Andrew Wiggins is not a Hall of Famer. How unless he, unless they go I, like I, back I, to back I to heard back this, and like three feet. Okay, the reason why I bring this up is because yeah, they've got to win two more chips. No, the reason <laughs> yeah. the reason I bring this up is because I had a flashback to a podcast I listened to. It was during the playoffs. It's Bill Simmons' podcast, and he had he had Ryan Rosillo on. Is Mario Chalmers a Hall of Famer? No, no, he had Ryan Rosillo. He had Ryan Rosillo on. Chris Anderson. And so this is Bill Simmons. This is Shane Battier. Hang on a second. Just listen. Bill Simmons is like wrote the book of basketball. If anyone has their understands, just has his fingerprint on oh, bias. the NBA. No, he's a bias guy, but oh, he's not too bad bias wise. But anyway, he his Boston Celtics fandom does come out. But he was he brought up, he was like, what if the Warriors win this championship? I, maybe it was against Dallas or the 
it might have been during the Dallas series, so maybe it wasn't that long ago. He's like, what if they win the championship? Wiggins is probably going to end up being in the Hall of Fame. And Ryan Russell is like, you're joking. He's like, no, no, no. Think about all these. And he listed off a bunch of players, some of which I don't even know who he's talking about. He's like, these guys got into the Hall of Fame. He's like, everyone gets into the Hall of Fame. He's like, Andrew Wiggins is going to have a championship and he's probably going to score over 20,000 career points. There's- which is like, kind of, if you score over 20,000 career points, he's like, there's no one in the NBA history that has won a championship and had over 20,000 points and not made the I think there's going to be a lot more of those players. That's fair. That standard has changed. When, yeah, in like the next 10 years, there's going to be a lot of people who score over 20,000 points that yeah. aren't making the Hall of Fame. And I think there's a lot more media coverage now. So we know what Andrew Wiggins was like for most of his career. So I guess- And we, we saw Jimmy Butler in practice in Minnesota. And we saw Jimmy Butler yeah. leave. And we heard Jimmy Butler that was say just a, things. That was just a fun little question I had. I- so I guess from this Warriors team, he wasn't even an all. He, he shouldn't have even been an All Star. I mean, he played like an All Star in the finals. He was good in the finals. That's true. Jason um, Tatum, better. Maybe he should have been first team All NBA. <laughs> um, Wait, did he make a defensive team this no. year? Wiggins, no. I think Maybe he probably will next year. Like next year, because there'll be that narrative behind him. He's but decided that um, he's actually an athletic freak and can be an elite defender if he puts his mind to it. I think the biggest part of his game in the finals was he decided he's an athletic freak oh, and, and, could, and could just jump and get rebounds. And he has a really second quick jump, like really quick second jump, and he can go back up and put it back in. He was shooting the ball pretty quick. And a quick first well. step, like if he wants to go to the rim. Travels a lot though. He, he always he, travels. He realized that he's super athletic and he can outjump most people and... He can use that to grab rebounds. Like that, that was his biggest. That was the biggest a, thing he did at all playoffs. I think. He's better dunk highlights than he probably does as well for how athletic he is. Like get, his high school highlights, just like get rebounds, ridiculous. So from from this group, this team that just won, there's just four Hall of Famers then. So it's Steph, Clay, Draymond, Iggy. Finals MVP got to be Hall of Fame. Iggy will be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. I like if you win finals MVP, you win. You yeah, he's going to the Hall of, <laughs> yeah. to the Hall of Fame. He, um, it was actually cool. Draymond's uh, post game for game six, his, his, uh, he uh, recorded his podcast like in the like locker room straight after the game. Yeah. And he had, uh, real cool. He had Clay on, <laughs> he had Clay on, he had Iggy on, and he had uh, Gary Payton on and um, the young Gary Payton this time. Um, but he talked to Iggy and it felt a little bit disrespectful, but he was like, how you going four-time champ? And he's like, finals MVP. He's like, do you want to know something though? He's like, I felt like your presence was felt more this. Like he's like, you won a whole, like you won finals MVP for us. And he's like, and I still feel like <laughs> your presence was felt more this. That's so rough. This, this finals. He's like, like slapping the and face. he's like, and like, you were obviously amazing for us. Like absolutely. He always says absolutely. He's like, absolutely amazing for us in that 2015 final. But he's like, but what you did for us, like on the sideline, like obviously your body didn't allow you to go this finals, but like what you did for us, <laughs> like we, we don't win this championship. I do. You. I do think they don't win without Iggy. Like there was a couple, there's a couple of times, like I, he was like talking to was, Andrew like, Wiggins, like the Gary whole Payton. time, oh, yeah. like, and how to like play and like what to do and decisions and stuff like that. I definitely same if like Draymond didn't play, but he was coaching. I still think 
Like, they could have won. Like, no. le- like legitimate. I, th- I really legit- think you, you need Draymond because of what he does. Like, he still plays really well defensively, rebounding-wise, but, like, and he just unlocks... He makes Steph's life easier. Yeah, like, he, he does. I don't know if they win a championship without Draymond. There were time Like, once they got there, I don't think they get there, but once they're there... I think, no, he played really bad. I think if like he missed, I think he could. Stretch. I think he could have missed like two games, and they could have still won. Maybe, in game maybe. Seven. But, but just, the last two games, he played really well. Is or, Andre Iguodala or Draymond Green? All time. Yeah, all time. Draymond. Draymond definitely. Oh. Oh. I think we. You think Draymond's a better player all time? Yeah, I think yeah. we forget what Draymond was actually like, like during those, as. Like, 2015, if, 2016. Like he was neither neither of strong, them neither of fast. them have Steph or Clay. Oh no, I'm talking about player. I'm not talking about career. I'm talking about player. But it's it's just like that. I mean, it, that, that matters, right? Like that. I'm no, just talking, but like thing, a player. No, but the thing that I struggle with with this sort of conversation is like. Obviously, Draymond Green has molded himself into the sort of player because that is going to br- that's going to bring, but it's it's going to bring the most out of other people. So like, it's easy to go like without Clay and Steph, he's not who he is today, which is like, highly, maybe it's highly likely, but if you put him with, Does, if you put him with in a different championship team scenario, maybe he, like maybe he unlocks LeBron in a different way. Maybe he unlocks, like uh, if you give him Kawhi Leonard, like maybe he lo- unlocks them. Like we don't really know how Draymond <laughs> then responds to no, I get, being I get, in a different situation. I get it, but with I don't think that there's a any Hall of Famer because he will be a Hall of Famer. I actually I don't think there's a Hall of Famer that whose game was as connected to the two best players on his team as Draymond's is. Like there's no, that may be so like, like think about no, it. No, you no, can't no, no, like no, you no, can't that's fine, that's fine. you Steph is so, Steph and Clay are so good at shooting the three. That Draymond Green, who lit like literally for like ninety percent of a game, can't hit a shot. I will say this though: Can't, you can't, no, no, you no, can't, no. you can't back up off him because they're so good at shooting a three that they can pass him the ball and then just run to him, and you have to have a second person there to help off the um, like handoff because otherwise they're going to splash a three in your face. Yeah, just like I think Draymond Green lost. Even if he didn't have a little bit of his ability to score the basketball, like he was never a good scorer. But if you go back and watch like 2015, 2016, pre Kevin Durant being there, he like, when Kevin Durant came, it's just, he just never shot the ball again. And I think he did like mentally lose something because before that, like he was like actually a guy that shot yeah, the he, three like, ball he, he could pretty hit well. And, and, stuff. and like you kind of, we, we talk about how like Russell Westbrook's like, how come Russell Westbrook can't shoot anymore and things like that? Like we can't really answer that for Russell Westbrook, but I think the answer to that for Draymond Green is he went, well, we now have Steph, Clay, and Kevin Durant. I'm just never going to no, shoot I was just the ball right. I thought it, I thought it's interesting because I think Andre Iguodala as a basketball player in a vacuum is a better basketball player than Draymond Green. But I think you know, probably more talented. This is. Player. I mean, I'm, I'm about to. I, that this is what I. Like on any team, yeah, like yeah. you can put Andre Iguodala on any team, any type of team, any makeup, any type of players. You don't I like actually, you can 
I think Draymond finds a way to fit into any team. Yeah, he finds a way to fit in, but... And, like... But, like, dude, he... But just just going back to the talented thing... It's great, like... Just going back to the talented thing, like, I was just listening... I mean, I'm doing a little bit of a Draymond Green binge, but he was interviewing Trace McGrady a while back. You really sound like a Warriors fan right now. (laughs) No, I really like Draymond Green, and I like the way he talks basketball. It's much better than listening to, like, fucking Skip Bayless or someone. Whoa. Anyway... Um, skips the old time he had Tracy McGrady on and T-Mac was talking about like they were talking about Vince and they were just talking about how like T-Mac's like I really don't know if I've ever seen someone as talented as Vince but Vince like and I like I like Vince Vince is a better player than Draymond Green no 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 but I like I like Vince a lot but Vince never (laughs) hey man no no Vince is a better player (laughs) Vince is a better player than Draymond Green okay Vince is a better player but when you talk about like, oh no, this guy was like the most talented guy ever. Yeah, so I like a bunch of people like, said. I understand that like Draymond might not be the most talented guy, but I just think you just fucking want him on your team. Yeah, yeah I'm not saying you don't want him on your. I'm but just, I just like, think, but I, but I think a level of like, like Iggy, like we forget how good. Iggy, no, I understand Iggy, how good Iggy, Iggy was, but like Iggy was the one guarding LeBron. In twenty well, that's because but no, twenty fifteen. No, like, no, not, that's not because LeBron can't. Uh, that, sorry, that's not because Draymond can't. But that's because of Draymond's ability to play defense off the ball. It was also because Iggy was the best at and Iggy hanging also, with LeBron. Iggy on the also didn't have and no, yeah, that's fine. And but, the post and Draymond is. I mean, they couldn't put Draymond because they're playing a small ball lineup. You can't put Draymond Wait, onto LeBron. What? No, no. No, okay, it's well, true. We can, no, we, can you're go, right. we, we can go to the next point, like because there's a sidetrack conversation. But actually, they played you, on the same. The, they played on the same teams for like what six years. One of them won a Finals MVP, and the other one didn't. So that's fine. But I'm just, that they played in the same team and one won the Finals MVP. Anyway, I don't even want to. That's tough. That Finals MVP argument is just like Iggy oh, I more feel like talented. Draymond. As their careers have panned out, like I feel like a more valuable asset and player. Yeah, yeah. better career. I'll I said he, had, he, he had a better career. Obviously more talented. He's like I agree. Like, it's hard to see what Draymond. I, would I be think like. I think if you you're going like oh let's we're down at the park like pick your guys. Yeah, it's you, like yeah you pick Iggy, you pick but Iggy. but it's like oh we have this franchise. I'm, we're playing 82 games. We're playing a playoff series. I'm picking I'm picking Iggy on any team that doesn't have. Steph, Clay, KD, or Damian Lord. That's fair enough. I wouldn't. I, w- I would probably still go with Draymond personally. Could you? Just, That's just me. I, just, I would pick Draymond. Could you? But just like I'm not even saying you're wrong. I'm just saying me personally. I would pick Draymond because you mentioned like Draymond could unlock LeBron because LeBron hasn't been unlocked. Um, <laughs> LeBron doesn't need <laughs> no. That's fair enough. <laughs> could you imagine? My point was though that Draymond. I still feel like Draymond could go to another. Like if yeah. like if I yeah, imagine Draymond would make it work. I feel like yeah. But could you just could you imagine? Like, yeah, he would make who's it work. Who's a more talented but- player, Russell Westbrook or Draymond Green? Right Russell, now, Russell Westbrook. Right now, okay. I think if you traded, if you just took Westbrook out and put Draymond into that Lakers team, I think the Lakers they, team they is way better. better. Yeah, because yeah, but that's like because but that's because there. Russell yeah, Westbrook yeah. is like that's a bad like. Come on. That's 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 my Monte Ellis. No, but that's similar to like not that's, similar to Iggy, but it's again, it's like a player that's definitely more no, but Russ, than him. But. Yeah, but Russ is like he's like not the player he was, and he's on tilt. I mean, Draymond's also not the player that he was. 
Yeah, Draymond's like Russell's Draymond's like far. Draymond's oh, like six, okay. Draymond's, okay. Yeah, what about like sixty percent of what Draymond used? What to about be? if we take peak Draymond? What if you take peak Draymond and and switch him with peak Russell Westbrook? What's going to happen then? No, yeah, I know, but that's nothing. a different argument. I'm talking about right now. No, nothing. Yeah, because Russ is like just he's in out of saying, his mind. Actually, in saying that though, like maybe like <sighs> if you had a peak Russell Westbrook, depending on what the team was, maybe a peak Draymond Green is more valuable to your team than a peak Russell yeah, Westbrook. Yeah, if you have Stephen Clay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. All right. <laughs> uh, my last point was. Uh, Oh, actually, I had two. I had two last points. One of them was Max saying that this Warriors team isn't a dynasty. It's, no, I didn't. I said, I said, I it's feel like. What? It's not. I said uh, it this was a dynasty. And then when you basically missed two years because of injuries and stuff, it's not, that dynasty kind of ended. Well, okay. What? Name, three, name, wait, name, name three other dynasties in NBA history. The Spurs and like. Spurs weren't a dynasty. What? what? The Spurs were a dynasty. The Spurs are a dynasty. They may what? not have won consecutive. They years. never won back to back. I know they never won back to back. And then you got to you got to win like, back to back I would at say least like once. Some of the eight, the eighties, like Lakers in Boston and and uh, Houston. Like that. Oh, and the, the Bulls. The, Bull, the Bulls are a dynasty. Yes, yeah, so that's like the Lakers. The, no, the, the Lakers. The, the Lakers. The Celtics. The, they won back the to back. Back to back. But they that's Lakers Celtics Bulls. So you're saying. You have to be more than back to back. So Lakers, Celtics, Bulls, Lakers again. I think six finals appearances. Okay. So in Houston weren't a dynasty. I think six finals no. appearances. No, I you just have, want to know your criteria. No, my mine is like you got to at least be able to like win back to back. Is the two thousand Lakers? Yeah, they went four, three in a row, and then four finals in five years. It's like, and were dumb. Like, come, they were dynasty. Um, I think the Spurs were dynasty. In five years. And they won three in a row, and but but the biggest. Did they went four in five years. They went to four and five. Oh, years. went to four and five years and won three. But the biggest part for me I was trying to do the math I was like, no. is you have to have the same like your players to be like a dynasty. You can't like the reason I don't consider the Spurs dynasty is one because they never they never dominated like year like back to back to back in any sort of fashion. Like they were consistently good and, and they they would I win. saw a lot of the same faces for a really long time and they were always a team to, that you couldn't like. Yeah, but that's not with. a dynasty. A dynasty is you got to win. Like you don't just contend. You're a perennial they won contender. Five, right? Yeah, they won five, but they won like, they never yeah, they won back to back. Out. They were spread out. Like they always lost to a talented Lakers team. Except for 2000, 2003. when they, I yeah. would consider the Warriors a dynasty because but, they've won. No, but, they've won. They've gone to the finals six times in eight years. No, no, what and else? the only two times that they didn't go was when the the core of their team were out injured. Yeah, but what? And then what I was gonna say. Well, you're just gonna say because Kevin Durant's not there for half of it. Because all the dynasties that we just mentioned, they had like. MJ Scotty, Magic, Kareem, James Worthy, Bill, uh, like Larry, Kevin McHale, Lakers, like Kobe Shaq. And then on this one, it was like they won one, then they lost. So that's like problem number one. 
you, you lost, and then you get KD, and then you win two, and then you lose again, and then and then KD and then KD leaves, and then KD leaves, and then you don't make it back for like two years because you're injured, and then you make it back, but your team's like kind of different. You same core, your team's kind of different. That's the thing. It feels like there's the same core to me. It's and then there's. They break. I know they didn't win the championship in 2016, but they still broke the the single season winning record. And the only time that this group of guys haven't made the finals is when, like the I let's say four of them, like Steph, Clay, Draymond, and then if you want to put Iggy in there as well, Iggy. The only time that they haven't made the finals is when basically all but one of them was available. Yeah, but that. That happens. That stops people from winning championships. That stops yeah, but teams, then, but that then, stops teams but from being. But but that stops teams from being. But that stops together. teams from being champions. That stops teams from being dynasties. No, but the difference is, is like, like that's the reason why seasons, dynasties are rare. Two seasons. That's and a, then, but no, but that's what makes them. They come things, back and they win again straight away. But that's what dynasties team. makes. That's what makes dynasties rare. Like you don't, you don't go through three beats. Don't happen all the time. Like 2000 Lakers doesn't happen all the time. The 90s Bulls don't happen all the time. You don't go to eight finals in like 10 years like the Lakers did, I think, in the 80s. Like, and then win like back to back and just like just dominate they, with, the, six and eight years. with the same team. Like, like that doesn't happen a lot. <laughs> I think they're a dynasty. I think they were a dynasty. And now. And then the Spurs, like if they the win Spurs next a dynasty, year, then I'll say the dynasty didn't end. You got to dominate for like multiple years in a row. I think making it. To I don't the know. Finals, if, I don't know if you have to win, but yeah, I, I think don't necessarily agree with you. Have to win. No, you don't have to win every single year, but you have to. This. You have to show one, like you can at least go back to back, and then, and then compete like in another. Two or three, like immediately, which they did, but they also had, like, you know, sign KD. You think Spurs <laughs> are a dynasty, right? Yes. Thank you. I do. Right. Wait, do you guys, what do you think? So Spurs aren't a dynasty, man. You're a Lakers fan. Um, you're going to say that. <laughs> they, um, why, what about, why, Miami? Why? What about Miami? Do you think that was a dynasty with LeBron, Wade, LeBron Bosch? Bosch? No. What, what's the difference? So if if the Bulls are if a dynasty, they beat OKC, so if the if the I'm sorry, if they beat Dallas, if the two thousands Lakers are a dynasty and the Bulls are a dynasty, right? Yeah. How can the Spurs be a dynasty? Well, my no, I think price, it's just a different thing. It's just yeah. like they a were different just, dynasty. No, it's just like a different. It's the same no, word. They, I, they, you know, Tim Duncan still won five, and then Tony and Manu won four, right? Was Tony there? For yeah, but it's not the amount you win. It's like a dynasty is like this is a period of like consecutive years. Yeah, but I just, I just where you, saw the same fucking, faces be. You fucking dominated. Like you, you just dominated so hard that you won everything. Well, see, for me, when I think they, of them, and they didn't do that. When I think of them, is it's more of a wow, you did it when you were this this young group of guys yeah, and then but, you stick yeah, together I, and yeah, then you like I get you it, do but, it again and you do it against a team that has LeBron and Wade yeah, and Bosch. Yeah, but that's not what a dynasty is. <laughs> that's that's being that's being an all-time perennial contender. I would say a lot of people consider great that, Spurs, organization. that Spurs group. Like, I definitely feel pop. like most people would consider it a dynasty. Yeah. Okay, moving on from that. Uh, 
I think this is the last thing that we were going to talk about is so there's been like a lot of like the Steph Curry is Steph Curry a top 10 player of all time now that's all right Tim we'll just wait for you to get a drink um, a lot of talk is is Steph a top 10 player of all time now uh where do you guys sit on yes. that yes I would have had him as, as a top 10 player probably before this championship anyway I think he was a top like 10 to 13 I think before my this is a little different I think a lot of a lot of people it's like greatness so with me it's a lot more just like so best. yeah I've, I've, so, I have two i have like top 10 greatest players greatest and then careers and best and so then this top is, 10 best this players. is this is the actual conversation i wanted to have because all three it's is it all it's one of those you? hey it's one of those things where it's like if you drop so like for example let's take bill simmons top 10 where he has kobe 9 steph 10 tim shaking his head doesn't like the kobe 9 no, but whether you like it or not, I think there's I think there's probably about 12, 12 to 13 players. This is what me and Tim talked about last night. 12 to 13 players that in the right situation, the right team, like whatever it is, those guys in their era, there is potential for them to be the best player in the league. Like if you give them like, obviously like Michael Jordan with Scottie Pippen, with uh, Dennis Roman, like he is the best player in the league. Like, you can kind of build a, around any of these guys with the right team built around them. They're the best player in the league. I think it's starting to get tough to go, this is the top 10 players of all time. When you start throwing guys like Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, and you can like make an argument for, well, if they had what these guys have, like they're still going to dominate, which is all like, it's kind of relative. Like, we just don't know. Yeah, but, but this is like what we always talk about. <clears throat> so rugby league has the immortals right yeah which is kind of like the nba 75 yeah where you make it and you don't get taken out even though i, I don't even know who the oldest immortal would be in rugby league even though he that whoever that is isn't the best player today yes far from it yeah so I think so. That that's it. I think that's like the NBA seventy-five. Like, yeah, keep those guys. That keep the guys that Gilbert Arenas got in his all-time oh, starting yeah. five team on on Insta. Keep those guys in because yeah, they were significant to the league. They were the best in their era. They like pushed the game forward. But like every single other sport in the whole world, people like people get better. Like, there's a cutoff. I think MJ is kind of the cutoff. So where, where from like MJ to now, it's like if pretty similar, yeah. like pretty similar in terms of athleticism, pretty similar in terms of like size. Obviously, people today are way more skilled in like shooting and dribbling, but all things considered, like kind of similar, like so comp, like comp, uh, like pretty yeah. comparable. Um, but. So this is what I have written. Seven, like if you play in the 70s. My, my actual notes are is I don't want to discuss like who's the greatest of all time, but I think it needs to start being done in like almost 30 year increments. So it's like between now and the, and 1990, who's your top yeah. five to 10 guys. Yeah. I feel like you can do something like that, like increments of years or you do a best versus... Yeah, well, because I mean, like, I was the year 
the Tony England kind of separates that. No, but that's, the players are just yeah, better. Yeah. I was watching. No, so my actual question is, what would your guys' top five or so be? Oh, great. No, no, no. From 1990 to uh, now, where we feel like so basketball best. is. <laughs> so best players. Yeah, best players. Yeah, best like, sorry, times like, greatest. Imagine, well, I, like, well, this, like, like an having Magic Johnson have well, to I do, back people down from the halfway line because he can't. Well, I do think, ball, like, I do think like, there's like a, like a balance that you kind of need where I'm, I'm not as kind of extreme as Gilbert Arenas, who that's like he was live streaming the finals, like watch party. And he was like, oh, everyone who played like before ni- like 1985, like fuck him. Like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, okay, fine. You you had your numbers, like you put, you put up, like you dominated your era, but then I go and actually watch you play and I'm like, man, you suck. Like, that's what the, he. That's yeah, what he was saying. The Bulls final. He was. He was like, man. I, I mean, he was like, man. He was like, man. You like, man. You suck. Like, so is that Oscar Robinson? Why am I going to pick Oscar Robinson? I have Russell Westbrook. Like, he's doing what Oscar Robinson did, and he's more athletic and better almost in every single way. But I do think to prove that you're actually the best player or one of the best players, you have to have those accolades yeah. that make you one of the greatest players. Like you have to win multiple championships. You have to score X amount of points. You have to have a lot of assists, do whatever position that you were playing in is required of you to be like one of the best players of all time. But then when you get to like that top 15, then it's like, okay, well now you, now it's like the eye test. And now it's like, what skills did you actually have? And you can like nitpick people a little bit. Yeah. But it's like Magic Johnson isn't better than Steph, KD, Kobe, Tim Duncan, yeah, LeBron, Shaq. Like he's he's not. Yeah, so that's why. So for this, what would your guys go top five? If you want to go more than five. Ranked. Is it? Is it just? It's not a team. It's just five. Yeah, just yeah, five, six, seven. If you whatever's on the top of your head from nineteen ninety to twenty. How about how about how about we do both? We do your top five, like just best players, best greatest players, whatever you want to, whatever you think Since it is. Nineteen eighty five. Is that what you said or not? No, this is nineteen ninety. Whatever you think it is. Nineteen ninety one. Nineteen ninety. Like whatever you think it is, just your best five players, and then we go. Like make your make your best team. Like make your best five person team with a six man. So are we doing our top five players since nineteen ninety, and then make yeah. a starting five, and then make a and then make your yeah starting five. Well, with mine a in order goes. I would go MJ one. Wait, wait. So it's not great. Like best careers since nineteen ninety. It's best. Like, no, no. Whatever, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever you, is, whatever you want. This is however you rank okay. greatness from. Okay. Now until 1990, mine is probably LeBron. Oh, sorry, MJ, LeBron, Kobe. This is in order. Yeah, MJ one, LeBron two, Kobe three, Steph four, probably Tim Duncan five. Shaq six. Yeah, that's. Is fine. that a fine six? Yeah, fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm. It's basically like the same. Except I have like LeBron, MJ, Kobe, 
And that's when I get into like your Tim Duncan, Steph, Shaq, Katie kind so of. So do you think there's like tears to it? Those LeBron, I, I MJ think, and Kobe are just shoe-ins. And then when I think of Steph, Tim yeah, I Duncan, think like, Shaq, yeah, like, Katie, that's when I'm like, okay, now it's like. Kobe, LeBron, MJ are like. Kobe, yeah, LeBron, MJ. Like they're the three. shoe-ins. Yeah. And, then, and then it's. I think Steph's right there. And then it's Shaq. For me, it's, for me, it's Shaq is four. Tim Duncan's five. Steph is six. Was well, Katie seven or is you don't know? Oh, if we're going seven, Katie seven. Yeah, yeah. Katie comes in after those guys. If it was just a vacuum, I'd have Katie over Steph, but Katie. Yeah, I agree. Does some it's stuff. Vacuuming. Sorry, Isaac. Wait, you you said no, LeBron. You said LeBron, MJ, Kobe. Who's your four, five, six? Oh, I, I, oh, he's just I can't really pick. Oh, okay. like it, so, it's those guys. And are we doing our starting fives? Yeah, but you but like, like you have to pick. You have to. You don't have to pick like oh this person played like Tim Duncan played power forward, so I have to yeah, put him in power. It has forward. to be a five that can work. It has to be a five that actually works. You can't be like, like I'm can't be like Kevin Garnett, Shaq, uh, Tim you, Duncan. You can't put you can't put MJ Kobe as your point guard, but you can put LeBron and Luca as your point guard. My five would be Steph. Kobe. Well, can we have a six man? Yeah, I said five and, and you're six. Okay, cool. Mine would be Steph, Kobe, uh, Steph. Can you put Michael Jordan on your bench? <laughs> why wouldn't you just, just why wouldn't you just put him as your as your small forward? Your three, your other wing. Because I want to, I'm trying to, okay, let me explain. I'm trying to spread the court a little bit. So I want. <laughs> you can hit mid middies. No, but like I'm I'm trying to play in, around the three-point line. Yeah. So for me, it's like Steph, Kobe, Kevin Durant, LeBron, and then like probably Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan over Shaq. Well, it's just, I, I almost picked Kevin Garnett. <laughs> Because then you can spread it. You just you know, spread, and then I was like, "Do I just pick Draymond?" But <laughs> and what MJ's your six, and then MJ is just like, "Yeah, MJ, come in, shoot whatever." If you said about. Draymond, I would have slapped you. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm making an all-time team, Draymond's in my twelve somewhere. Oh, I don't even care. I'm building a team. If I'm building a team, <sighs> I'm putting him in there. I don't care what you say. You might not have a podcast anymore after putting MJ as your six man. <laughs> my God, well, it doesn't like, dude. He can. He can hit. If I was to change that, actually, if 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 Kevin if Kevin Durant's in if KD's in your five, and MJ's in our five, are you guys MJ's MJ's gonna destroy KD's like mental state of mind? That's fair. Maybe I don't. Maybe KD's my bench guy. It's really hard because there's just not enough basketball for a lot of like. Nah, they they play in the USA teams. Like that's how they'd play. But like when you want like I'm like when you think about having like MJ Kobe LeBron, well you had Kobe D Wade LeBron and I'll put Kevin Durant on my bench. <laughs> See this is so my team. Wait, what's your final team? Steph Kobe MJ LeBron Duncan Tim Duncan. You know yours. Yeah. Go. Mine is LeBron at the point. Yeah. Kobe, MJ, 
Katie, Hakeem, Steph is my six. Good. We didn't have the same team. So I had the exact same team as Tim, but I had Shaq instead of Hakeem, and I had Steph at the six. Because that then, like, but the I, hard I, thing is with Shaq, and like, then I kind of have like two players that start see, that can't I thought, spread the ball. I thought about Shaq, line. but then I was like, you know, Hakeem's seven feet, but he's mobile, like really, yeah. really mobile. And yeah. he can kind of hit that jumper. He can he can spread it more than Shaq. He might be the most versatile just defender, like all round, maybe ever, you know? Like yeah. offensive and defensive. Like he's just he's a, a freak. Yeah. With but that- then just having if you have LeBron, Kobe, MJ, KD, and Hakeem, it's like you have elite de- defense everywhere you have elite offense everywhere you have elite athleticism size length switchability and then you can bring Steph on and just like pop shit right off with we did see Steph in a six-man role these playoffs you we did we did did. the thing the thing that I like about my six and the 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 actual five that I want to see on the court doesn't have LeBron on it it's the Steph, Kobe, God. MJ. You really? No, KD and Tim Duncan. And then you just running the... No, no, listen to me. And I would just run, like running actions off of Tim Duncan in that high post with all those guys that can shoot the ball really well. I think it'd be just a fun team. Just run watch. actions with LeBron in the high post, Wait. man. Oh, that's fair enough. Who's the best defensive big man? Can we just time? can we just pause for... The best like, defensive big yeah, man. Can we just pause for like 10 seconds and just the realize best. that... That either doesn't count. Realize that you you so just you said. No, but it's not what LeBron wants to do. No, 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 no. It's no, just no, not no, what LeBron wants no, no. to just, do. Just realize you said, can I have MJ as my six man? And then a minute later, you follow that up with, actually, I wouldn't even have LeBron in my team if I. No, that's not what I said. I said, out of my six players, the five I'm excited seeing is having <laughs> yeah. Tim Duncan in the high post. Just. And then everyone else running actions off him. I think it'd be fun. Um, Wait, who's the best big man after 1990? Because I knew you were going to after 1990. Russell after 1990. Big like defense wife. or just big man? No, big man defense. Like like defend defending, but they have to be like a, a four H- or five. Hakeem. Rudy Gobert. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hakeem. Why <laughs> like, isn't he like top ten steals, top ten blocks, yeah. top ten rebounds? Maybe what about? like he's a monster. How high up is? And then and then I'd say and then I'd say Duncan. Don't pick Carmelo. No, no, no. I'd, I'd say wondering. Hakeem and then Tim Duncan. Yeah, I think I might. Because Tim Duncan was maybe pretty elite. Out, yeah. Maybe I swap out Shaq for Hakeem because like. So you just pick the same teams, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Well, I was thinking like, again, like it, I'm scared to have MJ and Shaq on the court this is how you, This is how you know our teams are right because two people picked exactly the same teams and you're over here it's disrespecting scared. disrespecting <laughs> the two I put MJ in the starting five arguably the two best players of all time but then because you have like you have LeBron MJ Kobe KD it's like do you need we any to, more we, I, can we I, I to, hang on a second hang on we had to con- we had to convince you to put Michael and, Jordan and it spreads the <laughs> I, I convinced myself you when, is, you when has anyone ever said that you didn't that? convince me I had to be convinced to put Michael Jordan you didn't convince me of anything I made a decision on my own but I will say this, yeah, Tim and I had a conversation Michael last Jordan, night Kevin Durant. where yeah, we yeah, talked yeah. about how LeBron is maybe the greatest floor raiser of all time. So like if you just have a, a team. You can make them as best. You yes. Can, yeah, you can bring them up. Except their potential. we <clears> both <throat> talked about how maybe a guy like Steph or Kobe or MJ has a greater ceiling raiser. Or Duncan. Yeah. 
or Duncan. Like they can actually no, 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 no. Duncan's the same as LeBron. I feel like. In terms so, of like you put him because in terms of like LeBron, like if you have LeBron, he has the ball in his hands and he's dribbling it and he's creating that. But he's thing. also just an elite. An elite no, distributor. no, I understand that he's elite, but that's what you're getting. Whereas like mm. if you've got Kobe, you have a guy that can be on the ball, off the ball, mid post, low post, three point line. Yeah. Like Steph Curry, you can be setting screens and it's just fucking with defenses in so many different ways because you're setting a higher pick at the logo and people are having to run around it. And just imagine the spacing that's creating for then like Kobe or MJ to, or Kevin Durant no, to just, go to work. It's just Le- LeBron's like, you can put LeBron on a court with like four Draymond Anyone. Greens. Anyone. And they, there will be a playoff team. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter because he's just that freaking good. But to like create the best possible to like team. dominate, to like win, like dominate the league, he needs, like he needs like a specific type of team where he can dominate the ball and he has spread three-point shooters and defenders. Like he, That's he, why I feel like- You kind of need, like that's what they changed from 2011 to 2012 when they went pace and space with Chris Bosh and instead of Joel Anthony, the great Joel Anthony. Um but that yeah but that's like but with Steph and like Steph and Kobe and MJ you can just put them on play next to LeBron or dominate the ball or play pick and roll or move off screens or shoot mid-ranges shoot well not MJ shoot threes shoot play whatever offense you want to play yeah and, was, and, Tim and, said that last night. I thought it was like a, and they're a not, good point. And they're not, you know, subtweeting people. And yeah. Being like, hey. Because that's when we, we we talked about like if you were creating. Be like, hey, we should trade this everyone. This end up being a long podcast. We should trade. Yeah. What are we at? Trade I, like a bunch of people. Yeah. Until, yeah. Um, Don't fit out. Just find a way to fit in. <laughs> I just appreciate that no one said Kobe because Mamba mentality or some bullshit social whoa, media post. Whoa. Gets on. No, I appreciate it. But how many people, if you ask this on Facebook, it's like, you know, there's like a bunch of people that are just going to say like Kobe and like a player not give any actual with this well, reason. I'll just say Kobe because his mama mentality. We're talking about MJ because see, I wanted, competitive drive. In my, team, like, in my team, I wanted to start Steph and Kobe, but the reality is... is that would be elite shot making. That would be the greatest shot making back of all time. Yeah, but to be like, because when we're talking about like elite shot making... They're probably the two first picks for a six-man kind of role in like an all-time team because they're just the guys that will come in and just destroy you. Yeah, but like, you that's why I like having Steph come in as the six-man. Yeah, but that's fair. I mean, I don't think there's a wrong answer in because Steph this, changes so. the way you can play. Well, you having MJ as a six-man was <laughs> yeah, <one>. that was <laughs> definitely a wrong. It was only moments. That was a wrong choice, and I'm excited to bench LeBron. We did, so, <laughs> but like, just talking, so you know, I'm talking about that we. Did um, like what you were saying about like oh people just saying oh mom mentality like they want like to get an actual logical answer but what we were saying like one Steph I think all these guys are pretty competitive Steph yeah. Steph Kobe Steph Kobe and like Tim Duncan you could just put them if you pick them you know you're getting three players who are just going to play for your team no matter what you really put around them like Kobe had the, in 2007 with like Andrew Bynum. 
but you know he was playing with Smush Parker and Kwame Brown. That's tough. But outside of that, it's like no matter what you put around them, they're just gonna play. Same with Dirk. Like yeah, Dirk same with Dirk. Right. Like there's no fuss. I mean MJ, I guess from all accounts. Yeah, but that, like, that, that, but I mean like ages. that things weren't like that back then. That's true. But with LeBron, it was like I'm just I'm gonna leave whenever I want. Yeah, we were having the conversation of like if you were the guy starting a franchise knowing everything you kind of know personality wise and talent wise and everything like and you were doing kind of a draft like are you sure you want lebron because like i was just seeing this in the context of like one game or no 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 no, that's what this question was but we're moving in a game to save your life yeah 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 but no no in a game to save your life yeah yeah, but if this was like if you're a draft if you're an owner and you're drafting one dude like like, it's like if you, you you can pick Steph, Kobe, Tim Duncan, and be like, oh, I'd be picking this more team towards like a Tim Duncan and a Steph. This team, or a Kobe over a LeBron. Well, especially the KD, who'd be the last the last one. Yeah, but then like because we were talking about how like everywhere LeBron goes, when things aren't going his way, it turns chaotic. Whereas, well, then you just get roasted when he leaves because he goes there. He you kind of need to put the players that he needs to play with around him. And then he starts calling you out when he's pissed off. And then when he leaves, you have all the players that you had that fit the way he played, but they can't play without him. Yeah. And and then you just die. And then he destroys you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Then he goes to another team with, um, I'm going home. I'm going home to Cleveland. Oh, what? They have Kyrie. MJ's legacy. No, but it's like, like I mean, everyone, we can knock every single all-time great. Just We're yeah. just saying, like, if you are a franchise owner, yeah, that we have, like, these guys that have, like, been through, like, Kobe, like, I might pick was Kobe on just first, maybe yeah. the shittest team of all time. And oh, man. That... Did, like, he kind of, like, wanted to get to watching, Chicago. But watching, then, like, those, watch, up, watching those, watching those, like, highlights of, like, 2006 Lakers, it's like, Bullet pass to Kwame, and then it might just hit him in the face. <laughs> Anyways, we've gone for ages. This has been fun. That's nuts. NBA. Wait, wait. Who would your first draft picks be under that? Like you have them for if you're starting a franchise. My top. No, just your, who's your pick? Your number one pick. If you had to pick one player, I would probably say it. At this, no, you want to say it. Well, for me, it's, it's out, not a bad pick. No, it's out of Kobe or Steph for me. I'd pick Kobe. He's I'd, an elite defender with St- Steph. I'd, I'd pick I'd pick Kobe then Duncan then Steph. That's fine. I I just think if you well I said one but no yeah that's like no, he said oh no sorry, sorry Kobe's my Kobe, first yeah, yeah. and then Duncan oh, the and yeah, Steph yeah, yeah. Okay, like, I'm not finding how like the two best players the greatest players of all time like. For a lot of people, like LeBron and MJ. Well, not, the MJ pick. pick is like, as Tim said, it's it's kind of hard because it wasn't like the the thing to shift back then. Yeah, like everyone just stayed you on the stayed same where team. You were, yeah. Whereas, like, so I guess you could say MJ. Is and it is play. it is kind of no coincidence that for all of us, outside of MJ, everyone played yeah. in two thousand to now. In I, the in the rules that like we have yeah. now. Yeah. Like you mentioned before, you go back and look at the 90s NBA finals and it's like you're guarding Dennis Rodman, like away from the, you're you're just guarding, you're guarding Dennis Rodman at all. Why? 
Michael Jordan has the ball. Michael Jordan has the ball. Why does Dennis Rodman have a play near him? Dennis Rodman would struggle today. Yeah, unless he could do like a Draymond Magic thing. Johnson would struggle. But today. he would struggle today just because there's social media cameras everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Kicked off. Well, this has been fun. Steph Curry's now a finals MVP. It's great to say it. Do you guys have anything you'd like to say? <laughs> Four time champion, finals MVP. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be good. <laughs> Sorry, I ruined your I wonder on. I wonder who's gonna win finals MVP for the Lakers next year, Anthony Davis or Kyrie Irving. <laughs> that's, that's do you one. want Kyrie? Yes. Okay. What do you mean? Yeah, he's okay. my like what is Kyrie gonna like he's what he apologized uh, there's been just some trade this, my, is gonna, this is gonna start Ky- Kyrie's too much there's Kyrie's, plenty of Kyrie's my second coming. Kyrie's my there's second favorite of, player this podcast was about Boston Celtics versus the Golden State Warriors yeah. Golden State Warriors are champs Steph's now a four-time champ finals MVP and a top 10 player of all time and it's just a good day it's a good day for all of us you know you like it when the good guys come out on top Draymond Green isn't a good guy I think he's a good guy. All right. Well, I don't think Boston Weber the bad guys. But okay. <laughs> Thank you for coming, guys. <laughs> thanks for being on the pod. Oh, thanks, right. man. <laughs> How'd you? Uh,